Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids. Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jumpin' Jean Jean and and James Dean. Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from the War Room here in Cleveland, Ohio, USA. This is the Emperor's Court here on Versed World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And by Lulu. Hey, y'all. Uh, Varyar is out this evening, as apparently he uh, is complaining of a sore throat, or so he says. So he is out this evening. You know, I just want to say, I'm, I'm on your, your right side here, and yes. I believe in the entire history of me being on the show, I've never sat in this particular position. You always been on the left side? I've always been on the left side, always. And there, and there's no hidden meaning behind that. I say that there's no rhyme or reason. No, but, but if you think about it, like when we were you know, at the old house. That's true, you were always on the left. Yeah, and I always sit there. When we, yeah. Even over you there. You guys can switch. <clears throat> that, no, no, switch? it doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> I just wanted to like, oh, this is kind of weird. I had, yeah, I'm I didn't to know. i turn my head like this, yeah. So as was pointed out uh, prior to us going on the air is that once again, Varyar has been able to worm out of doing his uh, <laughs> segment again. Yes, he's sick. <laughs> I'm dying, guys. Imp can be the angry rapper. Uh, Imp is gingerish. No, you're I'm not, not ginger at all. Ginger? No, you're not ginger no. at all. In fact, I would never guess you're Irish just looking at you. But, well, no, with the really? pale you skin and blue eyes. Blue eyes. It's kind no. of a giveaway. Absolutely, he's Irish. I wouldn't have guessed Irish. No. Okay. But all right, I would guess maybe sh- maybe English. But <gasps> not Irish. All he's right. going to hit you now. And I see we're off to a bad start. <laughs> Are you sure you're on? He says he has a sinus infection. That's what he claims. He's got an infection of the segment is what he's got. <laughs> I think more likely it's the infection of a hangover from yesterday. I'm still drunk. I can't drive. I've got cancer of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> headphones cut out there for a minute there. <clears throat> Your laugh was so high-pitched it knocked out my headphones. Well, Impressive. Hey, we all have our talents. Or lack thereof. So, Highlander. Yes. How was your week? That wasn't bad. I'm, 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 whoa. I got to remember that I'm on this microphone, which sucks. I I barely even tap to the microphone. It's not even that. It's the 
if it's it's the cord is what it yeah. is. And now it's going. Hang all on, hang on. So, all right, all right there I we go. The microphone yeah. there for right. so we would. Okay. Now I forgot what I was. Oh, what I was doing. Um, I'm I'm decluttering my life. I'm simplifying my life. So I'm getting rid of all bunch of stuff that I don't need or. Use. In fact, I, that's why I was late today because I was at Half Price Books getting rid of all the books that I don't read anymore. What a crock, man. Use. How much did you get for all those books? How many did you turn in? Uh, I don't know. Quite a few. I got 100 bucks. Which for, you know, if you've ever been to one of those like exchange Half Price Books things. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use that money and buy uh, an e-reader. Because then I'll have all my books on just one little thing. Mm. Rather than having a giant bookcase full of stuff. And I, I still kept some books. So I didn't like get rid of all my books, but... I got. I say I get rid of about like ninety percent of them. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then I'm going to go for my clothes next. Start going through all my clothes, clothes that I don't wear. Yeah. Give them the Salvation Army or Goodwill or whatever. Apparently, I'm a Nazi now. Um, I've, I've, pale skin, what? blue eyes, German. I have a little tiny bit of German in me. I have to go back a few generations to find it, but I've, it's there. I've known you for you've been a fascist for years. <laughs> that has nothing. Based on the quickening alone, one would think that you would fit the Nazi profile far more than I would. I probably yes. Yes. So there's that. So you, you went to Half Price Books. You yes. dumped off a 1,000 books and got pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Well, I just, nah, I, uh, how many books did I actually? I'd say probably like uh, like 150 maybe. That's a lot of books. So it's a lot of books. I, I, what, I think you, you probably cents? have a lot more. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, didn't, I mean, it, it all depends because some books were worth more than others. And, but I keep my books in relatively good shape, so they weren't I tried falling to. apart and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a lot of uh, hardback, I've noticed. Oh, okay. Because I just don't want to wait a year for the stuff to come out. And paperback, I want to read it now. So so that's what I'll be doing when I leave here. I'll be going to Walmart and getting the... Uh, I, I was going to wait for the Kindle Paperwhite, the one that uh, uh-huh. glows in the dark. But they're on like six-week back order. Oh, wow. From like Amazon. They, don't, they only sell through Amazon. And by the time I wait for that, it's going to be Christmas time. They're going to run out again. Oh, yeah. Because everyone's be like, oh, it's Christmas. i got to get it. So I figured, screw it. So I, I looked online and I... Took a look between the Nook Glow Light, I think is what they call it, and the Kindle Paperwhite. Yeah. It's six of one, half a dozen of another. They're same exactly thing. the same. You either buy the books from Barnes & Noble or you buy them from Amazon. So, so you're going to rebuy the books that you just traded in for your e-reader? Uh, I already have some of the books on my e-reader. Um, bought. But um, <laughs> gotcha. that's the idea, yes. As opposed to, I guess there's no... Uh, uh, Although, I, I, when I was at Half Price Books, I did buy a book. What'd you buy? I, I wasn't going to buy it because I thought, well, I want to save up for the e-reader. Then I realized I got a hundred bucks. Like, well, shit, I wasn't expecting a hundred bucks, so I went and got it. I got uh, "Revolutionary Suicide" by Huey P. Newton. Interesting name. I don't know nothing about it. Huey so. P. Newton, the founder of the Black Panther Party. You do realize you're whiter than drywall. Yeah. And you went out and bought a book by the Black Panther Party. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Go on. Oh, I, I haven't read it yet. I just well, I, okay. It looked well, interesting. Well, I think I, you did from... <laughs> that would be... I mean, that would, pretty be, that would be amazing. Yeah, I, I read it on the way here. You know, you right really on the way here. You fast with, you know, Mixed driving. a souffle, <laughs> solved world hunger, and now I'm here on the show. You have, how's, how's your week going? Uh, my week is pretty standard. I mean, I went to the homecoming game to see my son play in the marching band. That was about it. Freezing Where does he? Is it the the Menor? Menor. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, um, did they play Strongsville? Yes, that's where they I live. Yeah, Strongsville used to be really good. Yeah, Strongsville used to be ass. good, and I don't know what happened now. Okay, at halftime, is is Menor and Strongsville? Are they in the same division now? Well, I would hope so if they're playing. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> there are there are 
games you play, they're right. non-divisional. You know? But at halftime, it was 44-0. to zero. Wow. See, when, when I went to high school at Songsville, Songsville was really good. Yeah, I think like, they we were, finally... We would go to the playoffs every year. Yeah. yeah. And actually go far into the playoffs. We, we never won it all the way. We'd always lose to, like, you know, I think the one year we lost to Ignatius, and then the next year was... I think the um, only person we've lost to is Ignatius. It was another one like that. The one of those teams that you know, it's a Catholic school. Yeah, we were recruit. And, when I played and when I was there, we were pretty good too at Olmsted Falls, and uh, they ended up going on to win the whole state in two thousand. So they did bring home the state title. It was a few years after I graduated, but uh, what uh, is it? A Division One school? Division Two. Division I Two. Think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we've got in our division. It's uh, or at least last I heard, it was like Berea. North Olmsted, us, Bay mm-hmm. Village, uh, Avon Lake, Amherst. It's it's so. a huge division. Of them, yeah. yeah, Southwest is pretty big. Although it's there's a lot of teams in there that aren't there now when I was uh, in school. They yeah, mine's complete because it was a completely different conference when I was there too. So right. it's they've they've included all of Parma now, like all three Parma high schools and what's that? Normandy, Parma Heights, and Parma. Normandy, Valley Forge, and Parma. Okay, Valley Forge is Parma Heights, but. Played with a lot of guys from Normandy. Uh, played ba- summer baseball with them on a couple travel leagues. A pretty good team out of Normandy, the Invaders. There was like eight of them on our team, and the coach was the same. Was their varsity coach? So get it, Invaders, Normandy. Yeah. Actually, actually, it, it could go either way. Really, you could look at the Norman invasion or the World War II way. The point is, it works on many levels. On many it's levels. a double entendre, and when you get that good, you stop. Hey. Unfortunately, I ours fun. was very basic and boring. It's bulldogs, like every other school. It's like Wildcats. Everybody is. Oh, we were the Hawks. We were the Mustangs. Okay, must uh, both of those are yeah. seen elsewhere. Not as much for like Mustangs, but you see them. It's it's just a horse. Like the side of it's just like a. Well, my middle school team. And then, by Ford. And then imagine like the <laughs> uniforms look like eagles. Only instead of the eagle wing, it's a. It's a horse on the side. That's okay. Like, it's green and white. I'd rather okay. be a Ford Mustang. Could okay, feel like a car on the side of it. That'd be awesome. But I, I, that would only work in Detroit. If we were in Detroit, then that would absolutely work. There are no schools in Detroit. No schools in Detroit. See, when you guys talk about all the high schools and everything around here, I'm lost because I'm not from here. You've been here three years. By now, you should have Almost the lay of the four. land. Okay, you should have the lay of the land. I do, but it's still you know all the different. You don't even know what Sweetest Day was, did you? No, I didn't. See, I knew it. It's only it's it's a Midwestern thing at best. It's just a way to sell more candy when you really put that. It well, you know that's it's what a way to sell more cards and more candy. Actually, it literally, is a way to sell more candy. It was developed by the candy company. Well, that's what to give M candy to underprivileged children, and then it just kind of morphed out of, from there. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's yeah. whatever. Anyway. I had to do it. So. Yeah, well, until I moved here, never heard of it. Yeah, it, it, it's a Midwest thing. Clearly, said I was married on Sweetest Day. Uh, I believe Eve celebrated her anniversary yesterday as well. I guess it was a popular day if you're living in the Cleveland area to get married. Well, I mean, would you want to get married like on Valentine's Day? No. no. See, that's kind of the, the you know the connotation. No. If you're going to get married on Sweetest Day, is that you're going to get married? It's a on... cop out. You only have to give one present. <laughs> So that's the only reason you wouldn't get married on Valentine's Day because you, no. want, you want two presents instead no, of one. No, it's just because it's trite. What's Sweetest Day? Uh, in the 1920s, the Cleveland candy makers got together, of which I guess there was a bunch at the time. Now it's just Mally's. And decided to get together and give out candy to underprivileged children, which then kind of morphed into a Valentine's Day light holiday. And I believe it spread up to Detroit and over to Buffalo, and some people in Chicago celebrated, but by and large, that's about it. As, Highlander referred to it's primarily a Midwest holiday. So it's a holiday made up by American greetings. 
Actually, I can probably pull it up here because I remember reading about it once. I don't think it had anything to do with American Greetings. I don't know. I, I... Well, they probably jumped right on the To the cloud! <laughs> yeah, I mean, most <laughs> of them the are. Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> most of this. Sweetest day. American Greetings is based here, so. Primarily in the Great Lakes region. The 12 Cleveland committee men who planned Cleveland's Sweetest Day as published in the, Cle- Cle- uh, the Cleveland Plain Dealer October 8th, 1922. It's described by Retail conf- Confectioners International as, quote, an occasion which offers all of us an opportunity to remember the sick, aged, and orphaned, but also friends, relatives, and associates whose helpfulness and kindness we have enjoyed. Sweetest Day is also referred to as a concocted promotion created by the candy industry solely to increase sales of sweets. And your mileage, I'm sure. Well, it's, it's probably. I am sure it's a mix of both. Right, but you would think that they would have already had a really big boom day in October, given that it's Halloween. So why just throw it in the middle of October like that? Eighty percent of Hallmark's greeting cards designed for sweetest days are romantic. Regional importance. Retail confectioners international describes it as much more important for candy makers in some regions than in others. Detroit and Cleveland being the biggest cities. Popularity in Detroit was greatly perpetuated by the Sanders Candy Company. Frederick Sanders of Detroit, Michigan, was a large promoter of the holiday. In 2006, Hallmark marketed 151 greeting cards designed for Sweetest Day. American Greetings had 178. Well, that's because American Greetings is based here in Cleveland. Yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, Since it was invented by a commercial interest which stood to profit from such a holiday, descending Cleveland residents refer to it as a Hallmark holiday. Although it was not invented by Hallmark Cards Company. What else would be a Hallmark holiday? Let's find out. Yeah. Well, click on the link. I mean, I mean, I can think of holidays where you give out cards, but something where it's like kind of designed to be. Yeah. They're, uh, Grandparents' Day, exist, Sweetest yeah. Day, Boss's Day, Secretary's Day. Some people also consider St. Valentine's Day such a day. Okay, well, I've only heard of one of those four. You've never heard I've, of those? I've, I've heard of Secretary's Day. Grandparents' Day is huge. I've never celebrated grandparents. Hallmark wishes it were so easy that we could dream up products and people would flock to our stores to buy them, and that they only do it when there is, quote, a real consumer need that we meet with our products. So they're all bent out of shape that people call it a Hallmark holiday. Well, Grandparents' Day, um, the kids always had at the school, and the grandparents could come and have breakfast or whatever with them. See, I, I would just, I never, like, like on Mother's Day, like mm-hmm. if I wanted to give something to my grandmother, I would do it then, and then vice right. versa for they Father's Day. They have a day. completely separate thing for just grandparents. Apparently, it's the first Sunday after Labor Day. Uh, that is news to me. The I've holiday never is known. expected to grow in significance over the next dec- decade and beyond as the number of grandparents in the United States rises. Yeah, but that's because people, the death rate's down. Nobody no, it's because of the baby boom. As a result well, of the baby boom. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I figured. Grandparents in America are also increasingly responsible for child care and support. In 2012, 30% of children under five with working mothers were cared for on a regular basis by a grandparent. That's because nobody can afford daycare. Or they're broken families. Mm. Legal state holidays. Where's the Ohio one? Confederate Heroes Day. Mm, Not in Ohio one, I'm betting. Confederate Memorial Day. (laughs) Not in Ohio one. The day after Thanksgiving. There's one you'll like, Ronald Reagan Day in California. (laughs) I guess it makes sense. Rosa Parks Day. In Rosh Hashanah is a legal holiday in Texas? How come Rosa Parks is, is a holiday in California and Ohio? And Ohio? I don't know. Is how she from that, Ohio? How did that I, come about? I don't know. She's from California. It Didn't it should be... happen in Alabama? Yeah, it all happened in Alabama. It was created by the California State Legislature in 2000. The holiday was first designated in the U.S. state of Ohio, championed by Joyce Beat, uh, Beatty. Beatty. 
advocate who helped Ohio's legislation pass to honor the late leader. This is further celebrated by Columbus, Ohio bus system. with a special tribute to the late leader. Huh. I don't understand. Okay. I've never heard of that. Uh, maybe she was from Cleveland? Gotta scroll down. No, she's no, she's from from Michigan. No, no, she was born in Tuskegee, Alabama, and then died in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, she really hung in there too. Nineteen thirteen and two thousand five. Yeah, I I remember when she died. I remember it was a big, it was a big thing. Yeah. No mention of why Ohio specific. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, maybe somebody really liked Rosa Parks. You're like, we're going to celebrate it. Damn it. I'll keep Wikipedia up because I have a feeling we'll use it at some point again later today. <laughs> what? Never. As for my weekend, uh, I have a sick aunt who I've been visiting in the hospital. Uh, that was kind of a big deal. Uh, we did a, a small sweetest thing, sweetest day thing yesterday for me and uh, the family, me and my wife and daughter and son. Was it White Oaks? No. We, no, no, uh, we, didn't, we didn't go out to eat. Oh, uh, uh, okay. We did, however, stay in and watch Labyrinth. Yeah, you told me yes, about that. Yes, but, but they don't. They didn't hear that. So. Sweetest day. At, yes. Well, we were just you know sitting down here, and I got the TV to work with. I hooked it up wirelessly. I finally figured it out. So I was loading up YouTube and, and showing Mr. Wim some of the YouTube stuff, and on the big screen it looked much nicer. Uh-huh. The problem is I need to figure out a way to run the sound through the speakers instead of the uh, on-set speakers they have, which are awful. So. Well, yeah, certainly compared to what you have here. Now. Right. So we watched. I'm like, hey, there's Labyrinth. My daughter says, awesome. that sounds stupid. Awesome movie. Mim and I look at her like, shut up, you're watching it. So we watched it, the whole thing, start to finish. And she complained all the while. Yes, this is stupid. What? And to her point, looking at it, the plot just really okay, didn't it exist. Okay, it really, yeah, but still, but it's I part of her eight childhood. That, you're right. I, that was eight, I was eight but she's I not. Out, I mean, she's not that kind of a girl, though, where no. she goes off on flights of fancy or whatever. No. Mm-hmm. I like Jennifer Conley in the movie. So that's probably, probably didn't identify with she her. She did not. But, um... Her first movie. 1986. That's her first movie? Yes. I'm pretty sure that's her first one. That can't uh, be her first one. To the Cloud. To the Cloud. <laughs> uh, See, Jennifer, and, and then I want to say C O N N. They probably only C O N N E L L Y. Yeah. It'll figure it out. Did you mean? Yes, we meant that. Yes. Thank you, Internet. Uh, if you scroll down, this should be a filmography, number three. <laughs> First one was Once Upon a Time in America. Labyrinth was her fourth film. Hmm. Well, I stand corrected. And she was in a ballet. Uh, her career kind of slope. No, no she's, she, she was doing, she a, she's still doing a movie up. a year. 2003. Well, she did. I remember she was in Hulk. I did see House of Sand and Fog. That wasn't too bad. Blech. And then she waited for Dark Water, which was... that's kind She of was small. pregnant. Oh, she was pregnant then? Yeah. So that's why she took the year off? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't care. Anyways, 1986, <laughs> this thing came out. George Lucas directed it, or produced it. I'm sorry. This is uh, Jim Henson's last movie before he died. And now we know why he died. This movie was a flop. It didn't uh, gain back huge numbers until VHS and then eventually DVD sales. The DVD sales went so well that they've actually, last I read, they were planning on maybe a prequel or a sequel. Well, they did a uh, four-volume manga sequel to it. From Tokyo Pop. Titled yeah. Return to Labyrinth. Let's see. Both my kids In 2012, Arcadia Studios line. Press announced <laughs> they were developing a graphic novel prequel to the film. I haven't seen it since it first came out. I'll be damned. I, I actually remembered quite a bit of it. If not some I, of I lines, never saw it in the movie theaters, but... 
No, I didn't either. I remember seeing it in the movie. No, theaters, yeah. no, I saw it. I think I saw it the first time when it was like on HBO or something like that. No, I think my mom. It was one of the first things that we rented. You know, and um, both I have a copy of it, and both my kids know it line by line. As Sarah Williams, a teenage girl. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> If Jennifer Conley was the Goblin King, and be like, "Wow, that's I wouldn't have expected." Just looking to see the different voice actors. He really actors needed, there. you know, yeah. the, the, when you look at it now, you're really wondering why someone t- didn't tell him to wear underwear in those tights. I wasn't looking that closely. No, at I just, apparently you were. I, you can't help it. He's gay, anyways. Brian Henson, obviously. Uh, David Shaughnessy. Brian Henson is in it. Well, he's the voice. He's actor. the voice of he's Hoggle. A Hoggle. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. No picture. I want to see if there's any other names I recognize as the uh, I recognize overs. Steve Whitmere. I recognize... Uh, oh, Frank Oz, obviously. Uh, who else? Warwick Davis. Who the hell is that? Warwick Davis, probably the most famous short person oh, ever. Oh, okay. He, oh, was he was one of the little goblins. He was leprechaun. the Weewaw. He, he was the Ewok. He was in all the Leprechaun movies. He was in Willow. He was in all the. He was in the Harry Potter. He's movies. He's in all the Harry Potter movies. Whatever, whatever you need the, a short little person that is Warwick Davis. You give Warwick as Davis well as his roles in Star Star Wars uh, Six: Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he was, was uh, the, Wicked. What, Ewoks. Yes. Yeah, he he's Wicked. Whatever. Fucking Wicked. So I juggler. Michael Moshan performed the elaborate crystal ball. I was wondering because it's one of the scenes where he's sitting there and he's juggling the crystal oh, ball. Yeah. He's got the, the plastic ball. He's doing yeah. the thing. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because you never see him do it with no. the face. So right. It's always you know close up of it. Anyways, I, throughout the film, I'm thinking, my, thinking to myself, what kind of acid trip was required to think this stuff up? Because some of the scenes are so out there. And oh, I don't know. You, you think this is an acid trip? You should see the Dark Crystal. That one is I pure. Love I love the Dark pure. Crystal. Yeah, I think yeah, Dark Crystal is boring. I love it. I think it drags quite a bit. Isn't that what? Aren't they elves in that one? No, it's, no. no it's, a, it's a completely different fantasy. They're Dark Crystal. Completely and... different crazy fantasy world. And they have their whole mythology behind it and everything. And that one kind of flopped, too. Gelflings. Gelflings. Yeah, those, those, are the little little elves, yeah. those are little elf little things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I am pretty sure I've seen that one. That was a flop too. No, no that one made money. money. Made forty million. I have it. If you want to watch it, I. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a big loser I. Gaffing. I remember that. There's a the lot of stuff that and the sexy that always goes. Eh. I can't do that because my voice doesn't get high enough. There's no for create. You've never Frank, heard of Frank? Uh, oh, I have. I just wanted to see what else. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, he's Grover. done a lot. Voice okay. of Yoda. I also thought Fozzie Bear, Bear is what he's really known for. But he doesn't do it anymore because he's old now, so it's someone else is taking it over. He did Miss Piggy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a hell of a voice throw. Cookie yeah, that, Monster, that's, that's how he got started. Grover. It's also the voice of Yoda. Wow. You didn't, you didn't know, know that? You didn't know yeah. that? I, I don't fucking care about Star Wars. Yeah, he, was, he used the voice of Yoda the whole way. They even brought him back for the prequel. Yeah. With Steve Martin. Martin played Orin Skr... Scrivello, DDS, and Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, okay, I remember that one. Two years later, he was the star, along with Michael Caine, in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Okay. I like Little Shop of Horrors. That was with... Um, Come on. Uh, Rick Moranis. There Rick you Moranis, go. Rick yeah. Moranis, yes. 
The remake. Though actually, the the movie of the the re- movie of the, of musical. the right, but the the they both end very differently. They do. I, I like the actual musical ending. The better. musical ending is much better. In the in, in the musical, it's it's a bad ending. Yeah. Basically the, the basically the 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 plants the take plant over the world. take over the world. And and, that's the and end. And they eat everybody. Nice. <laughs> kind of depressing. And it's basically like the three um the three chorus girls sing in the background while there's pictures of like right everything, everything like going. like you know Tokyo's getting eaten and New York's getting eaten and all this you know. Yeah. Isn't Bill Murray in that movie too? Yes. He yeah, was, he was the patient who really liked being hurt. Yes. That's why he was he the uh, Jack Nicholson was that. Right, in, in, the, the, original. in the original. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why they got that's why they got like a name person to come in and do it because I mean Jack Nicholson was nobody back then but at that point, he was pretty famous, so they thought they'd try to you know, throw well, it. Apparently, quite a few people have seen The Dark Crystal. See? I've seen The Dark Crystal. I, just I love uh, The Dark Crystal. It's one uh, of my favorite, my um, mom's favorite movies. That and The Last Starfighter. Great friggin' movie, which they'll never make a sequel to. No, you'd, 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 have, to make a, you'd have to make like a remake of it. And you could do a really good remake of it now. I, you can, but would you really want to? No, you could. It would be easy enough. No, but it's such a good, cheesy little movie. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Cheesy. I made a musical out of it. Yeah, I mean, Bill's top of the line. I knew that. Stuff, yeah, special effects at the time. Uh, let's see. In 2008's production company, GPA, GPA <laughs> Entertainment, added Starfighter, the sequel to the classic motion picture, to its list of projects, and two months later, the project was reported to be stuck in the pre-production phase. It was still there as of January 2012. Yeah, because nobody really wants to make it, that's why. They should. The remake and everything else in the 80s. Why not? They should. See, you could, you, you could do a great thing. It, it would almost be like a Tron kind of thing. Like you're, you're playing online. Oh. It would be, uh, literally, it would almost be like you could like redo the entire movie. You're playing online, and it turns out to be like a test to find like, the, best, you could do the that. best pilot in the galaxy. and. Turns out to be some punk kid out in Modesto or you know whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you know, pick a place. It doesn't matter. And then the aliens come and take him away, and you're like, "Holy shit, there's aliens!" And then he's got to fight for real. You know, he's got to learn to sack up and take responsibility, <laughs> and just like the original Last Starfighter movie. Yeah. Heather Locklear, no kidding. As Rylan Indoctrinator. Uncredited. Are you kidding wow. me? I did not know I that. Did not know I did not know that I know Will Wheaton was in here, but his uh, scenes were cut. His, yeah, he was left on the cutting room floor. So my question is, who would, uh, it, to me, it all depends on who you, who cast, you cast as Centauri. Because that guy was... Robert Preston, he was he's awesome. Dead. Yeah. He was um, who could you cast? Uh, Rick Torn? Like, like an old... The guy uh, from the Men in Black movies. I think he's dead now. Did he die? I don't think he's dead. I, I he's don't dead. think he's dead. He wasn't in the. Was he in Men in Black Three? Nope, he's alive. Oh, uh, okay. He's old. He's eighty-one. That's a little. Yeah, old. I mean, you. I think you'd have to make it like this year. Yeah, you want somebody <laughs> like if if you want Rip Torn, you, you better be working. I'm going to in their fifties or sixties. You know. I mean, like uh, Christopher Lee is in the Hobbit movies, and basically he's so old that he. Oh my god. He couldn't go out to New Zealand from London, so what they had to do. This is quite a shock. I did not expect. Um, what what they had to Erica do is basically has joined us. They had to like film all his sh- things in London, so they had to rebuild a bunch of sets and do everything for Saruman in London, so they didn't have to fly. Or did they do it in Greenwood Studios, no. Pinewood Studios, Pinewood Studios? Pinewood probably. Studios. I mean, that those are those. Those studios. are the huge studios. Yeah. I mean, that's where I would do it. You, know, you have all that space. 
And plus, you're Peter Jackson. You're making The Hobbit, so right. You can you're basically just do printing whatever. money. So if you want Pinewood Studios, you're gonna you can get just Pinewood do whatever Studios. the fuck you want, basically. I think we're gonna hook up the fourth mic since we have a fourth person here who can actually use it. What okay, do you think? that would work. I'll cool. go get the table. Uh, folks, we're taking a quick uh, early break. Briefly, when we come back, we're just going to play a couple songs here while we set up the fourth microphone. Uh, and since we now have a fourth co-host for this, this should prove interesting. Yeah, Folks, we'll be back here in about five minutes. Keep it right here. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and, and talk for a minute so I can see. I'm trying to project my voice. <sighs> what is with you chicks being soft-spoken, <laughs> man? Am I soft-spoken? Yes, I feel uh, like well, I'm screaming, though. What yeah. number are you on your microphone? She should be three. Three? Okay. If it smells like alcohol, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got mats. All right, go ahead. Try again. Hello? There we go. Okay. Got it. I just had to turn you up uh, locally. Yeah, so. Two. Cool. We're good. Now, is that, comfor- is that yeah, comfortable? That's comfortable. Okay. Perfect. Okay. She doesn't mind having the giant stick in front of her mouth. That's always a good you thing. You kind of have to get used to it with this thing. So, Erica, how has your week been? We haven't seen you in a couple weeks. I, I'd be truthful, I never thought we'd see you again. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I had a lot of fun the last time. Good. Yeah, week was great. What was your favorite part of the show? <laughs> Poor Roy was on it! <laughs> <laughs> I, the whole show was good. Very diplomatic. <laughs> I like all of it. I like the part. There was not one part better than the The part from the beginning to the part at the end, that whole part was awesome. That was my favorite part. Where I was being embarrassed and then drilled on questions I really didn't want to answer. But by people she did. I didn't know. Yes, she did. She did. She didn't run away screaming like I would have. So. <laughs> well done. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to our articles. We're just about talking yeah. about how our weeks have been. And, uh, we kind just... of got enough on a tangent about movies. Yep. Have you ever seen Labyrinth? No. What? How about the, how about the Dark wow. Crystal? No. No? David do you Bowie? Like, do, you, do you like fantasy movies at I, all? I, or Muppets? I, I mean, it's not something I watch in Or my Muppets spare... in fantasy movies. It's not I what will. I watch in my spare time. But... Okay. Have, Have you, you ever seen, seen The Lost Starfighter? <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> what was the last movie you did see? <laughs> you don't want to know. I don't? We, no. What is it, like 50 oh, Shades of Grey or some kind of thing <laughs> like that? That's not a book. That's a I'm book. Just, I'm just saying something movie. like 50 Shades of Grey. Well, um, just like movie at home? Sure, yeah. It yeah. doesn't have to be like a recent movie. Uh, I got a Redbox movie, The Vow. The Vow? But, but it was, you know, a lovey movie. Love Rachel McAdams. I know The Vow. Yeah. The Tatum Channing or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, but I can't remember you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't my favorite, but... So you've never seen Labyrinth? Never. This is awesome. You know what's funny is I think I own this movie. But you've never seen it. But I've never seen it. With goo-doo, hoo-doo, hoo-doo. Babe. David Bowie, lots of Muppets. Apparently he has a package showing the whole time. According well, to Julia. look! Uh, yeah, Usually it's, it's, when, it, when when I'm watching, I'm, I'm looking at that hair, like, holy, holy 80s hair, Batman. I did tell Mr. Pim last night that uh, next year, if I don't go as Jack Nicholson, You're gonna Joker, go as Jareth? I'm going as Jareth, King of the Goblins. I'm going to tell you right now, and I mean this as your friend, you yeah. have to drop about 70 pounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you, yeah. Or if I just put stuffed socks in my crotch like he's got, people won't even notice the, you know, the big stomach. See, I mean, this has got success written all over it. You know, David Bowie, all, one of his eyes, his uh, pupils don't yes, contract? Yes, it doesn't contract because he, he actually was hit in the eye yes. with a rubber band. I learned that on pop-up video. 
It's always fully dilated. Yes. And that's some knowledge I... So does he, does he wear, like, a contact lens over it or something? No. If so you ever just, look at it... I mean, I know it gets weird, but, like, if he goes outside in the sun, one of his eyes would get, like, You know blind. what? I don't know. I've never... Maybe you just wear sunglasses all the time. I don't know. So you're going to pull off those boots and those... Uh, yes. So you're really? going to get, like, a flowery pirate shirt. You're going to sure. look like a gay pirate. You know this, right? A fanny bandit? Well, well, no, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it okay, depends on how, look. because right, right there, he doesn't have his full costume on. So if, if, if he has the the cloak on and he have like, the, the crystal ball thing. And which, he has to carry around. But you can get those, like, things for, like, 20 bucks. I don't they have those things where you can Yeah, yeah you can probably get them. in some, like, weirdo hit So if you have the whole thing, I bet you could probably. You're probably, people will know who you are. Oh, anybody our age would know who it is, except for Erica. We got to get you an online name, by the way. And then yeah. then you dress up uh, okay, Michael now like look. that. You just Tell like me little baby. that that is not apparent, that the man is not wearing underwear, or he's got some sort of... Maybe goblins excite him. I guess, but look, you're telling me that you never noticed that. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, so, yeah, we'll keep YouTube up here, too, for whoever, whoever knows. We might have to pull it up again. Looking in an IRC. So everybody else saw Labyrinth, too. I, yeah. I, I thought I, more people saw Dark Crystal than they saw Labyrinth. Really? Yeah. I, oh, wow. I guess. Okay. There we go. Yeah, like I was saying, Offline, like, Labyrinth's one of the few movies that my parents, like, made me watch. Oh, yeah. My you parents. have to watch this movie. The other one was uh, Money Python and the Holy Grail, which uh, is I love that movie. I had never seen it, and there it was on... I forget what it was on, but it was on, and I was like, what is this? And like, you don't know? And they made me sit down mm-hmm. and watch this movie. Oh, they want another shot at naming her. At, okay. Oh, all right. That's a bit. See, that's, there you that, go. See, one of the things is, uh, Erica, when, when people, it's kind of one of the running jokes or one of the rules of the show is that you never tell me how to enunciate or pronounce your name, because if you do, Ooh. I will have you renamed, and always with hilarious and very bad results. Bad, bad, <laughs> So bad. by asking IRC to go ahead and, and name you, uh, yeah, Cajun Carney, we can go ahead and take another shot at that. It's early in the night, so who knows? Speaking of names, we also have to na- have a name for our micro-nation. That's right, yeah. I, I found some potential uh, national anthems that we can do. Okay. So we can we can pick and choose between the more. Somebody or if you don't like any a, of them, we can, you know. Somebody actually wrote a national anthem, as well as a part constitution, and I do have some cabinet uh, positions that yes, I pulled up. I'd like to know all the titles. That is. See, mine are like, my, like my hilarious. national anthems are serious, though. They're not like, you know, done on like a Casio keyboard. <laughs> like, no, these are lyrics <laughs> only uh, so far, <laughs> I believe. Let's take a look at our micronation. Uh, yeah, last week, uh, Eric, did you listen to the show last week? A little bit. A little a little bit? You you can't say uh, that. What, Only two ha- hours. That was a lot. That's no, not a lot when no, this show goes no, on for four. No, I know. You listen to half. <laughs> you have to listen to it all or none. There is no. <laughs> okay, the head of state is me, Secretary of Propaganda, Highlander, Secretary of Offense, Varyar, the actual Secretary, Lulu, Secretary of Alcohol Research and Development, it's my brother, Baron Von Gosu, uh, the Imperial Archivist, Little Rex, Secretary of the Interior is Kalilu, the Empress Consort's Mystic Vim, and the heir apparent, who we have to give a title to. Right now, I'm just well, using the count as the a... what about the Princess Imperial? Where um, is she? She's out of, not in the Atlanta succession. Oh. This is stupid, Dad. Wow. Fine. I have no daughter. Wow. Wow. Our national sports are Quidditch, Cornhole, 
and curling. <laughs> Erica, do you actually know there's people who actually play Quidditch? I don't even know what that is. Have you ever read any of the Harry Potter novels or seen the movies? Uh, Are you serious? What the hell? She you lives never, in a cave. Wow. You, live, you must live in a cave. Were you beaten as a Have you even heard of Harry Potter? Do, heard of him? do they let you out of the basement? Wow. <laughs> Harry Potter's I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I could even understand if you maybe saw him or read him. Like, no, it's not really for me. But to not even have read one or no movies, you not even the movies? movies. No previews. Wow. <laughs> so really, fantasy is just not your thing at all. That is not. So like, your, yeah. so like, if, if it was like Harry Potter and the blah 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 blah, or like the Notebook, you'd be like, let's go to the Notebook. Ew, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Which tells me yes, so <laughs> I, which is fine. I mean, you're you're allowed to like the Notebook. IRC is turning against her. Oh yeah, we're, they, we're they heading are for another legal tender to council fags situation here. You lose. Good day, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any? Like, okay, what about uh, the Lord of the Rings movies that came out like ten, twelve years ago? Did you see any of those? They might have been playing in my house while oh, I was maybe doing wow. some housework. But you've never like sat down and actually. No, in her it? defense, I I don't watch a ton of TV myself. I watch very little because I'm usually pretty busy. I, I'm guessing that's just something you just don't have a chance to do. Right, I don't. Defend yourself more. Come on, well, jump out there. Come I mean, on. don't I get points for? I'm open to anything. I mean, I'm open to anything? watching the movies. If oh. Oh. I mean, oh. Harry Potter's good. I'm. I mean, I'll watch it. But I mean, I don't know. Well, I we just, could probably bring you up to speed by reading some, reading some fan fiction for. Yes, yeah. I, have, oh, I, yeah. I have a particular story about <laughs> one of the girls and a thing called the Sorting Hat. Lady Duchess Clueless. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the problem with IRC. They either like you or they hate you. Yeah, and there is no in-between. <laughs> There's no in-between. Can you think of any, no. like, maybe <laughs> science fiction or fantasy movie that you've seen, like, at all? I mean, just, just pick one that you would consider science fiction mm. or, or fantasy. Lie. Avatar? Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, that works. Right. Did you like Avatar? Yeah. What did you like did about it? Did you see it? it in 3D or just the... Just at home. Just at oh, just at home. Okay, so you never even saw it in the theater. No. Oh, okay, you missed out because the theater experience. The theater was, was awesome. I have the 3D version. We could watch the 3D version. I thought you had to have 3D TV to. Do it that. is 3D TV. This is a 3D TV. All basically. Yeah. Have you been holding out on me? All yeah, high we end told DV, high end HD TVs these days have 3D. See, I thought he had to get like a special package nope. or something. With no, no, no. Oh, they just flip a switch no, and it's 3D. So, I believe we but you have to buy you the you have to buy the glasses though. For Not necessarily. Thing. A buddy of mine told me if you have polarized sunglasses, it works the same way. Really? Because it actually goes into the TV. This right? Yeah, it doesn't right. come out. It so. just goes in. Yeah. Huh? That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Cajun <laughs> says you're still on the plus side because you have boobs. Because you have boobs. Right. So, you know, it's, it, boobs rule the world. That's what we've. They do. That's what we've. <laughs> Did know. we ask her what her size was last week? I yeah. We, no, two weeks ago. Two weeks, two ago. weeks ago. Did you ever answer that, Erica? It's kind of weird having the text. Not directly. Like, well, let's find out. Yeah. Not directly. Oh, just come <laughs> right out, please. Highlander said what his what his size were. I mean, you can. <laughs> okay. Double D. Double Definite D. points. Double wow. D. What? See? That's it. That's all I'm getting. Oh, <laughs> close. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Definite points for that one. <laughs> oh 
She's like, I don't know why I came down here. I'm so bored. Yeah, you really it must have been be. bored yeah. to have come down here just to for us to harass you. <laughs> I know. So we have plenty of articles to get through this evening. In fact, I just closed one by mistake. Uh, Mystery Science Theater. Oh, Alums. my God. Have you seen Mystery Science Theater 3000? Okay. No, I, I would have been shocked if you Have you read that book we gave you? That means not no. yet. Not yet. Have you even read page wow. one? It's made a very nice paperweight on my desk. I, mean, I went it's all next the to way. my bed. It's next to my bed, guys. Well, it's a good place to put it. So I it's went there. So when I just bought a book and I'm going to read it tonight. So I went out into the garage <laughs> in the cold, digging through. I know, but here's priorities. The thing. Look, it, it's my cousin cool. just published a book. So I have to get through. Oh, her really? Book. Oh, yeah. What I have kind to of book? Get, I have to get through her book first. What's it about? What's it about? Come on. Is it girly? It's a. It's a definitely uh, a young adult. It's a young, young adult. adult. Well, that doesn't novel. mean girly. It just means young it's, adult. Is it chicklet? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Does it have vampires? No. <laughs> Does it have like <laughs> a pink cover and it's about like a girl in high school and like so nobody gets her and she's no, just, it's, she just it's, wants to be her, you know. No, she's <laughs> laughing. It's a little bit more serious. Well, come on, than I mean, that. seriously. Like, well, oh, yeah, yeah, half of those books. We have like, a very large audience. We could probably pimp your cousin's yeah, book absolutely. out. Come on. Um, it's about a girl. She goes on a ski trip with a couple of her girlfriends, 16, and she basically starts talking to this guy. She goes out to the party, ski trip party, and she wakes up the next morning, can't remember a night. So it goes through the whole journey of her having to rebuild herself, rebuild her identity, her self-esteem. So she got roofied. So she, she got roofied. It's basically, basically a date rape story. Does she have a lesbian encounter? No. Oh. Is she preggers? No. No? Okay. You guys take it to the but I haven't Well, I love you were talking about a date rape. If right. Preggers isn't that far from date rape, really. That happens. But then how did a lesbian experience Well, that don't look at me on that one. That's where he Does it to. burn when the character pees? <laughs> God. You are such I think it's a valid question. I'd be concerned about that if I was date raped at a ski party. I, I'd be concerned about that, period. Date rape or not date rape. So but the neat thing is the scenery. Like the book takes place in a fictional town, but it's based off of Lakewood. Just oh, throwing, so it's just okay. throwing that out there. So they go on a ski trip to Lakewood. No, like the the story. Like Mount if Lakewood. you read it, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, I'm, characteristics I'm of Lakewood. So it's it's something like they just go out to like Aspen then for the thing, or is it just? It's like, like a fictional like a uh, ski one resort. That like oh, oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the ball now. I got a buddy of mine who's uh, he's publishing his second book. I'm trying to get him on the show here, um, and his takes place in Cleveland. I, I am actually going to try and write a book. Did I tell you about? I told you about that last week. You told me about a lot what? of books. I'm, I'm going to try and write a book. <gasps> oh, that you were going to do that mashup, the mashup thing, thing yes. with the twenty thousand leagues under the sea and the H.P. Lovecraft universe. Yes. Do you, know, Nemo unearths do you know at least 20,000 leagues under the sea? What, Wait, what? I just lost. Yeah, your microphone's really starting to cut out there. Okay, I'm not even touching it. Go ahead. There you go. Um, do you know at least 20,000 leagues under, under the sea? That's like one of the first science fiction Jules novels. Verne's. Jules Verne. Mm. Captain no. Nemo. <gasps> Did you ever see the Disney movie from like 1954? With Kirk Douglas? That's like a classic. I've heard of it, but I've okay. never seen it. Okay, well, there's this guy. Okay. But you guys are giving me a lot of really great ideas. 20,000 Leagues Under Sea is great. Ideas. You just need to skip through the this parts where like they identify all the flora and the fauna. Oh, God. It's very it's scientific. Just... You just skip through it. It's, it's like reading uh, Lord of the Rings. You just skip through yeah, the songs. Yeah, you just skip through a lot of it. Like, like when, when Tolkien starts going through like a three or four page poem, you're like, 
fuck this. Just <laughs> got it. Yeah, yes. Like, Poem. You know, let's move on. Six okay. pages. So the question I have is, why do you like fantasies? Like, what draws you guys into? Uh, the the idea of just a totally another world. Just I, I find that interesting. I am not much of a fantasy guy. Fantasy really isn't my thing. I I, I, I sci-fi. Yeah, I, I think it's all related, though. And I mean, you can it is to, to a you point. Know, on, I, on, on a lower level, science fiction and fantasy are relatable. In, in, in elves and orcs and stuff like that. I just that I kind of gloss over. There are some I'll read depending on the author. It's not really my thing. Uh, more military science fiction history. That's more of my wheelhouse. Kind of thing. Would hard science fiction be your thing too? Yes. Okay. That's one of the reasons. I that like would be like actually like in the book, mm-hmm. like actual it, science. Instead of having, la- I mean, they have the laser guns, but then some character will go off on a tangent explaining precisely how the laser gun works. Gotcha. Right, like what I just finished reading. God the, damn the it! Whole Hicks boson. Sayomara, I'm still trying to write Clone High. Fuck you, man! <laughs> that was a fantastic <laughs> fucking idea until you guys ruin it. You can or still MTV do it, but there is no new idea more. under MTV's the sun. Are what, what are you talking about? Okay, tell 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 them your idea. Okay, the Cleopatra clone. Okay, if you can't uh, even say the name. Sure. Anyways, no, no, no. Here's the idea. I had an idea for a, for a short story book, something uh-huh. I could write on, where some government organization or private organization decides to go out and get the DNA of all these world leaders from history. And then they, they put them into children or, or a petri dish or whatever, and they have all these kids born, but they don't know who they are. So you reborn, you know, you you bring back to life Alexander, Julius Caesar, you know, uh, Theodore, Napoleon, Cleopatra. Except they don't know who they are until some traumatic event takes place while they are all in high school, okay, and they regain well, their memories from when they were. And and, and I, my my memory jogged for a quick second because I remember that MTV had a one season show which had that exact premise called Clone High. Okay. But it was all like it was like uh, they were like high schoolers, and they knew that they were clones of, of the people. Like the three main characters were a clone of Abraham Lincoln, a clone of Cleopatra, and a clone of Gandhi. And they just kind of hang out and be all like MTV emo-ish kind of you know whatever. Okay, well, isn't that sort of the same premise that's in all of the Dune books about waking up the Golas? That's kind of where I got the okay. idea from, for the, we're waking them so up. So, see, like I said, there's no okay. new idea. Just if you want to write it, just write but it. But I don't want anybody saying, well, I got the idea from MTV. No one's going to say you got the idea from MTV. Uh, the embarrassment I would have to say, yeah, I heard that MTV did something like this. Like, ugh. The I have somebody compare my work to that. Look, now. okay, I'm, I'm going to go off on a, on a thing here. I, I'm going to say that the book that you would write, for the audience that you would be writing it for, probably has never watched a day of MTV in their life, except mm-hmm. when they're flipping through the channel and, and like, they holy shit, it's MTV, and they keep going past VH1 on their way to you know AMC or. You know, I can't hit on them too much because one of the the first interviews I did ended up on MTV, so I I cannot bite the hand that gave me no feeding. Look, I, I got nothing out of that. Look, I'll tell you right now, I'm I'm still writing my novel, even though that I've already found that someone is already. Written a short story about Captain Nemo and Cthulhu. Did they? Not Cthulhu itself, but just in the yeah, in the same okay. kind of like Cthulhu mythos universe. Well, and I'm writing. I, I don't give a shit. I'm going to write it anyway. Well, and mine's going to be better. Yours will be better. <laughs> and I, I'm not even going to read the. I'm not even going to read the other one. No, it was a. Uh, there's a volume called like Cthulhu Unbound, and it's just basically like short stories, but they just do like you. Basically, they were given carte blanche. Like you do whatever you want. It just has to be set in the Cthulhu mythos. So they had like. Hard-boiled detective novel, not novels, just like short stories. Mm-hmm. And they just do crazy, crazy stuff with the Cthulhu. And one of them was Captain Nemo, and I forget it. I, I, I like I said, I didn't read it, 
But it's in the Cthulhu mythos, so I don't think it's Cthulhu itself, but just... IRC, I want you to seriously consider a name for our our erstwhile guest host here. Seriously, come up with a name, throw me some ideas, and we'll pick the best one that I find hilarious. They keep saying Hermit. Hermit? Yeah, because she doesn't... (laughs) Hermit the Frog? (laughs) Ha ha ha, no. Because she didn't... I mean, it's up there, Hermit. Because of why? Well... Because she didn't know the Harry Potter movies, because she doesn't know, you know, so oh. she lives in a cave, therefore she is a hermit. hermit. I see, okay. Eh. Eh. Um, Emp and Lulu can both relate back to the 80s when MTV actually lived up to his name. Hey, uh, he's a quite a bit younger than me, so it's yeah, probably only me. And Hyler's only a week younger than I am, so at least they played music back then. Tits McGee sounds good. <laughs> I thought that was Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. Uh, the tits hermit, tits of the rock. Perhaps we should have asked the size of her breast after we had her name. Because now this is... Uh, tits McGee is actually funny. <laughs> right. I, I'm sure she's going to want to play along. Yeah, I'll take that as my name. Guess what, guys? I'm on a radio show. And guess what my name is? <laughs> no. Hey, I named myself, get a knock on the door okay? from child services after that. I Prin- named myself before I ever got on there. I was lucky. Princess Valium? That's Prince Valium from Spaceballs, but okay, I can see where it goes. Okay, we're in dead silence here. So what do you do for fun, Erica? <laughs> Tell us. What do you do for fun? <laughs> Why do you laugh? What, what well, is the embarrassing? Show us the question. I mean, like, on a regular do basis? Like, well, uh, like none of us do well of lives, so... <laughs> I mean, most of us have lives. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, Please don't tell me this is like the highlight of your two weeks. <laughs> no. It's the highlight of mine. That's because this you're is, embarrassing yeah. someone. No, I mean, because I get to do this once a week. This is my release from you know, reality. Yeah, this push is actually around. pretty fun for me. I look forward to it every week. We've got to take it to a Browns game. The Browns games are fun. Before it gets too cold. Have you been to one? You said you haven't. Well, I've been to one. I told you I was. No, she said she hadn't been to one. I can't believe they lost. She hadn't been to an Indians game. Fine. We need to take her to an Indians game. We need to take her to a Buckeye game. That's a whole different atmosphere. Mm. A whole different atmosphere. See, I would never want to go to a Buckeye game. Oh, I went to Ohio State. Because I've never never went to Ohio State, so I don't really. Well, I didn't either. I'm still an Ohio State fan. Yeah. But and that was a really good game yesterday. Yes, it was. Nice come from behind win. But 100,000 people, and that's just inside the stadium, not including everybody else outside of it. Oh, yeah. Every bar is packed. Every restaurant's packed. There's guys collapsing in the middle of the street, drunk. How about the empire of Aatrox? Aatrox? Aatrox. It's the Latin word for terrible, cruel, huh. horror. Actually, I kind of like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it, it has an X in it. Like, that's kind of cool. Did you catch the part last week about the Micronation? Okay, but we—they can't see you shake your head. No. Yeah, no. you ha- you have to. <laughs> I don't think she's having as much fun as she did last time. No, no. We should just you know turn you loose on her again. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I, we already did that. Well, no. The reason I, we keep grilling you is because you're the shiny new toy. So we all have to play with. <laughs> I figured that. <laughs> oh look, she sparkles. <laughs> Until somebody else comes along, and then we'll forget about you. Yeah, just doubt, like hermit, they do to me. Mm-hmm. hermit. Right, let's get away from the tits part. Like, yeah, give me something yeah, else. yeah. Let's move it's on. Kinda, yeah. We have unleashed the IRC on her. That's what we're trying to figure out. 
God, they're even crueler to her. They wow. were Lulu. Yes, I know. They don't like the females. Four votes for Tits McCormick. Erica does America. America. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, shake that. would be a hell of a segment. I, I'm, I'll take that. <laughs> Today I'm in Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I'm in Des Moines. <laughs> no, wouldn't that be Des Moines in her? Yes, that's the that's <laughs> the punchline. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and she's just sitting here, dumbfounded, going know, quietly, putting up with it. Like, why? She keeps looking at the here? clock. How long until I can politely excuse myself <laughs> and run? <laughs> no, I'm not. All right, let's let's get to a couple of our uh, articles here. Maybe we can try and drag her into the discussion. That's my plan, anyways. Let's see. Today is the fourth anniversary. Blah blah blah. How much is too much sleep? No, that's pre-gaming. How much gaming is too much before sleep? <laughs> I like that title. That's what did where, did where did that go? EA CEO says gamers won't pay for crap, even though EA makes crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is from CinemaBlend.com. Go ahead, Highlander. First off, before anyone tries to defend EA, and I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is that FIFA 13 is on the Wii. Yeah, epic fail right there. Oh, yeah, and NHL 12 and NHL 13. Simply Google searches will leave you shaking your head and waving a finger at EA, and not the <laughs> PG finger either. Anyway, in a recent conference, John Reticlio... I don't know. Some, some Italian name. Some Italian name. Reticlio is how I'm going to pronounce it. EA CEO... Stated that consumers won't pay for crap, yet they already do. All Things SD caught the quote from Reticulio, where the man who just a few months ago was desperately fearing for his job after the company's stock took a dive (coughs) faster than Stephen Bonner in his fight with Anderson Silva. That's not to mention that this followed on poor public perception when EA won the Worst Company in America award, like Stephen Seagal in a pastry pie eating contest, or Jean-Claude in a line-sniffing contest against Charlie Sheen. Clean sweeps for the win. We actually covered the EA, worst company in America. We did. Uh, anyway, Titchley had this to say about the competition and the business of selling games. Quote, the companies that are now suffering will have another day. Consumers won't pay for crap. Darn tootin' they won't pay for crap. So why the heck do you guys keep selling it? Titchley mentioned that great gaming starts with good entertainment and not, quote, spamming your friends to get a shovel. Oh, burn on Zynga. Still, this doesn't excuse EA for selling crap, and I'm not talking about their high-profile games from reputable development studios. For those who don't remember, and I suspect short-term memory loss might be to blame for that, EA was caught with their wiener in the wind (laughs) when for two straight game releases it was discovered that both NHL 12 and NHL 13 had broken features that required users to lay down real money in order to keep playing certain game modes. No fixes in sight, no patches, they just periodically handed out free boost packs while poor saps keep paying for broken crap. Oh, yeah, but they'll keep taking your money because they don't mind people paying for stuff while getting nothing in return. It's almost like voting in a president who promises fixes and delivers nothing. In other words, it's just an average night in the bedroom with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Oh, and what about the FIFA 13 for the Wii? Oh, yeah, you didn't think we forgot about that, right? If that's not the definition of paying for crap, I wouldn't know what it is. You're literally paying the full price for FIFA 12 just with a logo change. Yeah, because we, we discussed covered last that week. last week. What's worse is that EA didn't even care. They just trudged on pouring crap into the mouths of gamers like Dick Cheney after he found out Halliburton had poisoned American troops with tainted water. He went hunting in celebration and then shot his friend in the face. Well, there's an awful lot of... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah that's that's a lot of ...on both sides things. here. Also, I'll just say Scrabble. Okay, I guess EA makes Scrabble. Okay. 
Anyway, Electronic Arts is in the social game sector for the long haul. Right now, they're trying to tear out a hole in Zynga's rectum on copyright infringement charges. But after they destroy each other in court, like Honey Boo Boo is destroying the brain cells of TV viewers, EA will get back to producing that grade-A crap that they think you won't pay for. Well, I guess it's time to prove EA right and stop paying for crap, especially the kind that they produce. All right, look, this is, this is a discussion. This is something that comes up every so few weeks, uh, maybe in a couple months, where somebody releases a bunch of games uh, like the Mass Effect garbage, or what Blizzard's done, or, or Electronic Arts does on a, on a freaking daily basis. And what it comes down to is this. As, you have a, as a consumer, if you don't like the product that you're getting from the company, then don't buy it. Yeah. The problem is people are still going to go out and buy FIFA 12, even though it's the exact same game. I'm sorry, FIFA 13. FIFA 13. Even though it's the exact same game as the one prior. They're but still going to go out their, and buy HNL. But that's their prerogative, you know? But I mean, it is, but you can't have it both ways. You can't have uh, somebody throwing down 60 bucks, bitching the whole time about how, oh, this sucks, it's another Madden, it's the same game with different ca- you know, yeah, different games. Well, then don't buy too. it. But... And that's just it. If it's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to boycott it. Well, either not enough people do or they never stand with it. If you actually legitimately want to try change the way a, cons- a customer does business, or I'm sorry, the way a company does business, you as a consumer must pass on their product and say, I'm not paying for it anymore. I'm not paying 60 bucks for a substandard title. I've got enough things to do. I've got a kid. I've got a mortgage. I've got bills. Something else I can take that $60 and put it towards. There are plenty of other things in my life that I can spend $60 on to entertain me for the six hours it takes to complete whatever game it is they shit out. Erica, your thoughts? I agree. If you're going to boycott, don't use it. Have the balls to stick with it. It's not... Every time somebody says, oh, I'm just not going to buy it, and then it goes and out, and, goes does out it, and does it, undermines the entire discussion, the entire uh, uh, movement, one person at a time. Isn't that kind of like voting, where someone will talk about a president, they'll, be, they'll voice their opinion politically, but then that person doesn't vote? Well, that's just it. Oh, I hate the way things are. Cool. Go to the ballot and change it. No, it doesn't matter who I vote for. It's not yes. going to change. Well, you're right. You're absolutely right. It defeats the purpose. Don't say you know stand and uh, you know make a stand and, and have some kind of of moral ethical you know viewpoint like this guy is constantly saying don't buy crap and then don't do anything about it. The world doesn't change unless you actually take an active role. And the problem is most people just don't bother; they don't care. When the next Call of Duty comes out, or the next Halo, or the next Medal of Honor, actually the, the next, next Halo is coming out in pretty so, quick. So is the next Call of Duty. People will shell out the money. They'll buy it, even though it's not going to be a radical change from any of the games they played previous. They'll pay their 60 bucks, grumbling and bitching the whole time, but they'll do it. And they'll go home, and they'll stay up for 48 hours and play the game and be happy. And then bitch. Now, this is a story that's gotten uh, national headlines over the last week or so. Um, and it's one of those things where I, I, I'm pretty on the fence when it comes to Anonymous. I, can, I like some of the stuff they do, and then there's others I hate. Which I guess is kind of the same with anything in life. Erica, do you know who Anonymous is? No. Okay, Anonymous is a, a international hacking group. They don't really have any kind of central authority. These are the guys who, uh, when they have a common target, they've taken down like uh, the FBI's website, the Senate's website. They've gone after Scientology. They've gone after Fox News. And there's lots of them. They're all over the world. So, anyways... What ends up happening is there's this one chick, and this is from, you can get it anywhere, but it's from theweek.com is the article we're going off of. And the question is, did Anonymous just unmask a man who allegedly drove a teen to suicide? Okay. What happened was, before this woman was committed, uh, committed suicide, her name being Amanda, detailed how the harassment started in a confessional YouTube video she posted in September. Uh, 
A year later, okay, uh, I'm sorry. The teen said through a series of cue cards that when she was in seventh grade, she flashed a man online. A year later, the man tracked her down on Facebook, demanded even more salacious photos, and forwarded her original naked photos to everyone, basically everybody at her school. When Amanda moved to schools, the man reportedly continued harassing her, this time creating a Facebook page using her uncensored photo as the profile picture, inspiring real-life harassment and beatings from her fellow students. Okay? Essentially, she kept on jumping from school to school to school, trying to avoid this guy, and he, for whatever reason, continued to follow her, and primarily through Facebook. Why this chick didn't have enough sense to take it down, I'm not entirely sure. Anyways, what ends Take what down? <clears throat> her personal Facebook, which is where he no, no, this no, guy made, made a Facebook. He made it. She went apparently went on her Facebook and said, "I'm going to this school." That's how I found out about it before she took it down. That's I remember hearing it on the radio uh, in a couple different places. No. Oh. So whatever the reason, he continues to follow her around and continues to harass her, bully her, and whatever, both online and in person, to the point where it drives her to suicide. She basically can't take it anymore, and she kills herself. Well, fast forward to a couple days afterwards. Anonymous catches wind of this. So, well, where's the... Uh, let's see. Is there further proof against this man? Uh, yes. Vice Magazine published information that allegedly connects Amanda and the man, including screenshots from Facebook posts and jailbait website accounts. The man allegedly posted images of nude teenagers to such a form and reportedly made it known he was blackmailing underage girls. Now, how they find how are uh, people yeah. reacting? Obviously, this guy is in for a world of pain, says Laura Beck at Jezebel. Thankfully, there's steady momentum in the direction of increased intolerance of this specific brand of internet bullshit. But Anonymous has hardly uh, solved the larger online bullying epidemic. The vigilante justice of Anonymous is simply a band-aid on a very serious and quickly growing, growing problem uh, that is putting vulnerable young girls like Amanda Todd in a very complicated and destructive type of danger. Basically, what Anonymous did is they went out, found out where this guy is, and released all of his information to the Internet. His name, his address, his place of employment, where he works, pictures of what he looks like, his car registration, his car license, everything. And they made it known and said, this is the guy who drove a man yeah. Todd to kill herself. It says, this is the pedophile that social... That social engineer Amanda Todd into supplying him nude pictures. They include his online username, birthday, and location. It's right there... Just above, yeah. Who is this alleged torment? He is an abomination to our society and will be punished. Anonymous further distinguishes Amanitat's Punisher in a post on... I'm not familiar with this one. I don't know what that is either. Uh, Pastebin? Uh, Highlander? I've never used Pastebin, okay. so I can't tell you. Let's take a look. I want to see what this loser looks like. Let's see. His identity's name is Cody Maxson. His online username is Cody1206. He lives in on uh, Sapper Street, Sapper Street in New Westminster, British uh, Columbia. He's born in 1980, so he's 30 years old. Wow, what a winner! And of course, they post their attack. They're basically their call to arms, and it it just keeps on giving out more information on this jackass. So I, I guess here's the question: Do we applaud this kind of thing? Do we get behind it? Do we say, you know what? Not enough is being done at a federal or local level. There's no way to go out and punish this guy, so it's up to people like Anonymous to step in and uh, kind of uh, fill the void. Do you think people, if they know that their information is now subject to being put all over the Internet and being labeled as a pedophile or a predator, 
you know, even without the Justice Department doing it, is it effective? Should they be doing it? Is vigilante justice in this case, is it acceptable? Are we, is it morally right? Can we go ahead and hold our nose and say, you know what, I don't like it in general, but for this, I'll go with it? No. You can't have it both ways. I guess that, that's the reason why you can't. No. I've, I found it very reprehensible what he did. Right, and nothing's being done to him, though. He's getting away with it because he technically hasn't done anything illegal. So a person can ride no, someone he's, into the ground? He's, he's accused of, I, I would say he'd be guilty of stalking at and the very not, least. And cyberbullying, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think cyberbullying is a law yet. I know they want to make it one. But stalking, um, okay, but no one's brought him up on charges of it because they don't think they can really prove it. So even if it's stalking, it, that's what, a misdemeanor, you get a slap on the wrist. Whereas in this case, at least now all the information's out there. Now people are aware of what this guy is doing, where he's gone, pictures he's put up before, forum posts that he's made. They've exposed him for you know the disgusting pervert that he is. So what what's supposed to happen then? I would hope is someone something. supposed to kill him. Is that what you're no, saying? No, I would but hope that with he him become- being exposed, yeah, with but him being exposed, he maybe. Maybe he'll it'll maybe he'll it'll shake him up a little bit and he won't be so could yeah, scare but, him. But that's still make him a pariah so that no one has anything to do with this guy. If they see him, they ban him from these sites. Right, but is that really getting back at him for causing this poor girl to kill kill herself? I guess we no, look at it. Not, I, it's I, not getting back at him. I, I would I say that, that he, he could be guilty of uh, possibly like something like involuntary manslaughter or something like that. He was directly responsible for the cause of her death. Yeah, but that's going to be tough to prove. Right. I, I think in this case, I mean, it, to Erica's point, maybe you scare the guy. Maybe it's enough that, you know, he goes underground and doesn't do it anymore. Maybe, uh, again, because this information is out there, if anybody sees him, they know, kick him out of here, ban him, have nothing to do with him, keep an eye on him. Maybe it brings extra scrutiny from, you know, the authorities to keep an eye on this guy so he's not able to do this shit again. Because it stands now... <clears throat> Nothing's ever going to be done. And they've, the authorities pretty much said there's not a whole lot we can do. Okay, but are the authorities going to keep track of him based off of what this anonymous has posted? I mean, is... is I would hope so. Okay, well, how? What are they going to do? Well, now that they've got his his name, his posting number, his IP address and all that, I imagine it wouldn't be too hard for somebody like that to go ahead and keep track of. By the way, for those hearing the phone ringing in the background, it's because we have had an unending amount of phone calls from every political party known to man calling this place. <laughs> it's either vote for this guy, vote for this girl, or we'd like to give you a survey. From I don't know why you. What did you do to? Did well, you sign up for something? Or I think it's because we have a new phone line. We've well, only you been actually have a phone. Oh, okay, it's the actual a landline. landline. Oh, okay. but it's unlisted. Doesn't matter. Uh, really. Apparently not, because everybody wants to know what my opinion is on. Oh, what was the cool one the other day? Uh, I got one call from Detroit or somebody in Michigan. And I picked it up, and usually I just let it go to voicemail. And the person asked me and said, Hi, we'd like to talk to you about uh, car insurance. We notice you have a car and car payment. We can lower that for you. And, and we would like to talk to you about that and, and purchase of a car. I just said, Ma'am, ma'am, I'm sorry. I'm a paraplegic. I, I don't drive a car. <laughs> oh, oh, my. I said, I, I have a bike. I, I don't have a car. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, Okay, I'm sorry. All right, well, the, uh, this survey is not for you then. We apologize. Uh, uh, have a good day. Sometimes I do it for my own amusement. <sighs> and they bought that? Yeah. Yes. How do you ride a bicycle when you're a paraplegic? Have you ever seen one of the bikes that you can pedal? A oh, bike? actually, yes, I have. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Right. 
I you know what? You know, I was confusing paraplegia with quadriplegia. No, <laughs> that's why I was like, <laughs> "How are you riding a bike?" Because <laughs> he's just. I have in the no limbs. Are you gonna do the straw thing? Can I go like that? <laughs> they use random dialing programs to find landlines and for surveys. App. I that wouldn't be. So yeah, that, I'm yeah. sure that's how they do it. But it's everybody wants to know how I'm voting in the election, and everybody wants to know why the hell you have a landline. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you why, because both Mr. Bim and I have cell phones, but we have a daughter here. And That's now, what I was going to say. Right. And we have a young son. So in the event that there's an emergency, for whatever reason, and I can't imagine why neither one of us would be here with the kids, but in the event something went wrong or our cell phones, for whatever, were broken or missing, if she had to make a phone call for an emergency, she has that ability. Because you know, your she, cell phone could be it could be somewhere. I mean, cell phones are could tiny. Be dead. They could be... On the side of a couch, and in a oh, he loses his all the time. In an emergency, your daughter needs to know where the landline. She'll know where the landline is. Right. So she can dial nine one one. Right. So that is primarily for her benefit. Now, when the kids are growing up and leave, I we probably wouldn't have a landline anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't see a point to it. Because both my kids have their own cell phones, and right. good lord, teenagers they're stapled to their ass, so I never have to worry about it. <laughs> Pretty much the only people call us on our She has something to look into that with teenagers <laughs> are stapled to their ass. I, sh- I don't you know. might have a doctor. That's a new trend. I'm, I'm not down. No. <laughs> That's because you're old and bitter. You're not hip. No, you're talking about yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just bitter. There's a difference. <laughs> but you're the same age, fool. I carry it better. <laughs> Okie dokie. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Listen to this bullshit. Hey, I'm okay. older than both of y'all, so That's I true. don't ever talk about Absolutely. how old you are, all right? Actually, other than fire, it looks like Erica's now the youngest person in here. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Speaking of voting, I found a whole website dedicated to figuring out what political I, candidate you should vote for. I saw that, okay. too. Where Is it the just, same one? Where you just type in, uh, they ask you questions. Right, but which one did you find? I don't know. I don't the one that I found was called isideWith.com? Yes, yes, that's what it was. I it was, side it with. was fairly kind. I'd say it was pretty down the middle, comprehensive. Not, should know. we give this test? Is it short sure. test? Uh, it, it can be as short or as long sh- as you yeah. want, because you can either answer like yes, no, or like if you get into like, you know, other, then it gets right. more I mean, nuanced. Like yes, but this, yes and no. No, but this. It's, it's I side with. I oh, side okay. with. Yeah. And they, they, they give just Not with a W. And they, they I mean, they have, like, Shut Democrats, up. Republicans, like, the Libertarians, the Green. They have the Green Party. They have the Justice Party, which I never even heard of until I, I saw that and then looked them up. Gary Johnson. He's the uh, libertarian. libertarian. Yeah, see, this is the reality. Only libertarians, when you do weird tests like this, actually get any kind of amount of people. Beyond that, when it comes to actual election time, never see. Yeah, it. I knew who most of those people were, except for. Uh, All right, so. Let's try it now. All right, Erica, since we don't know anything about your politics, let's do you. Let's have you do this oh, test. This oh, this is scary. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this is fun. Oh, no, yes. It's good times. Look, we're not going to hold you to this. It's okay. (laughs) This this Um, is all in good fun. I I would also have you click choose another stance on all these because they offer more nuanced answers than just straight yes and straight no. Okay. What is your stance on abortion? Ban after the first trimester. Pro-life, but allowed in cases of rape, incest, or danger to the mom's life. Pro-choice. I don't agree with it, but it's not my right or the government's to ban abortion. Pro-choice, but providing birth control, sex education, and social services could help reduce the number of abortions. Let each state decide. 
Add your own stance. Um, the second one. Pro-life, but allow, okay. Continue. And then how, and then if you look on the side, how important is that to you? It's like somewhat, or is that like really important, or uh, really a little more important? important? Like, like most, or there's a more also? Most. Most? most. Okay. Okay. Should gay marriage be allowed in the U.S.? Hit the choose another stance. There you have them for all of them. Lady state decide. No, marriage should be between uh, man and woman. No, allow civil unions for same-sex couples, but don't call it marriage. Take the government out of marriage and instead make it a religious decision. Add your own stance. We'll pick, skip that one. We'll skip so, that one, yeah. What do you think? Well, there's no judging, right? No, there's no. The, I will know. There is no, there's no judging. You will no. add no say whatever you want. Because I'm actually taking this kind of serious. Okay. I'm, 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 sure. I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm really thinking When I took it, I took it seriously. Yeah, I, I took it very seriously. You might be surprised. That if you take it seriously, you might surprise yourself. You know? Okay. Um, again, no judging. No. Um, no. Erica, you need to calm down, okay, this, man. The second this is fine. one. Second one. No, marriage should be defined as man and Okay. Okay. And, and how, how important is that to you? Um, somewhat. Somewhat. So just leave it? Okay, okay, that's fine. Should the federal government allow the death penalty? Yes. I can say it's Just plain yes? That's, or yes. that's what mine was, too. Okay. Just plain old How yes. important? Very important. Most. I like where this and is going. You can actually say show one more in social question. Okay. You can do that. Too. Should the government require health insurance companies to provide free birth control? You definitely want to choose another standard. Yeah. On that one. No, it should be covered like any other prescription. No, let the insurance companies decide. No, the government should sponsor absentee education programs. Abstinence education programs instead. Yes, but exempt religious organizations or charity, uh, charities. Or you could just go with the straight yes or no. Um, I think it should be covered under other under any other prescription. So no, that's no, it should be. Oh, no, it should be. So if, if you want it, you would either have the yes at the bottom or the well, straight yes, which is on the other screen. Should the government require health insurance companies to provide free birth control? I don't think. Sorry. Don't influence the vote. No, no let the insurance companies For a change, we actually have somebody who's going to take this seriously. Which I guess I was just makes, thinking, I don't. Because I don't have my glasses on, but okay. um, I guess I would say it should be covered like just any other prescription going through your insurance. But I, it, I would like to see some type of a program, though. Like you know how they have the, um, you know how they have that motherhood planned motherhood place where planned parenthood, planned, parenthood. Planned, yeah, planned, yeah, planned parenthood, right. where they can go. Like I would still like to see some type of thing for, for those who. Just in case, like something did happen, or well, they, that's like maybe, Medicare. Maybe they, Medicare. Yeah. maybe they come from like a broken no. home and they don't have the money or they don't have insurance. Yeah, but, but they want to protect Parenthood right now. Does still does does Medicaid cover birth control? I honestly don't know. I honestly I don't, don't know. I, I don't just, know. I mean, I'm just concerned for the like for the 18 year old that it's just starting, you know, working at that part time job and stuff and not getting any insurance. And you know, they're obviously everyone's having sex and they need some type of I don't think that young people should just, you know, they should have some type of protection for those who can't afford it or don't have. So medical. you're still sticking with no, it should be covered like any other prescription. I don't think that it should just be free, though. Well, that, just, that, would, yeah. that would be like any yeah. other prescription. Then, you yeah. have to right. pay. Yeah. You just yeah. want it to be yeah. Yeah. copay, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Stick with that. Is global warming a threat to the environment? Oh, by the way, did you see the newest uh, article that came out last week? From the uh, uh, these global yeah, that supposedly it, 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 it's exactly the same that it was. It ended sixteen years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Oops. It's nah. cyclical. Uh, is global warming a threat to the environment? You want you want to choose another stance. There's some more nuance. Uh, okay. There is not enough evidence to determine this. 
No, global warming and cooling are natural cycles beyond our control. Regardless, we should incentivize the private sectors to develop cleaner and efficient fuels. Regardless, we should not devote government resources to prevent it. Or just the straight yes or no. Uh, the third one. Regardless, we should incentivize the private sector to develop cleaner and efficient fuels. And how important is that to you? Just right where it is, right in the middle? Just, yeah. Okay. Should we expand our offshore drilling? Nationalize the energy sector. Incentivize the private sector to develop alternative forms of energy. We see how well that went. <laughs> Deregulate and let the free market determine the best energy source. No, but maintain our current offshore oil wells. No, and all offshore drilling. Well, that's or right. just straight yes or no. Um, yes. Just, just straight just, yes? Yeah, just straight yes. Okay. Nice. Should the U.S. national parks and forests continue to be preserved and protected by the federal government? Yes. I say that's pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty cut and dry. How important is this? Very. Most. Very. Uh, what about um, the offshore? offshore just keep it somewhat. Got and it. there's one more environmental question here. For some reason, they don't show them all. I don't know why. Should the federal government continue to give tax credits and subsidies to the wind power industry? Yeah. Ugh. No, the government should leave the energy sector alone and end support for failed technologies. <laughs> no, traditional energy sources, including oil, coal, and nuclear power, will be reliable energy sources for many years to come. Yes, the future of our economy relies on the creation of jobs and sustainable energy. <laughs> yes, the wind power industry is an important alternative to coal and natural gas. God, I don't know if I know enough information about and that's how, that a fair Im- statement. how that impacts... That's, that's I, I wish more thing. people had the same attitude and, rather than just going off at one and saying, yeah, this one. If you don't know, then at least be honest and yeah. say it. We don't expect everybody to The vast to majority know of people everything. aren't going to know the nuances of this. Well, then maybe you should just pick yes or no then instead of a nuanced answer. Hmm. Well, I mean, the wind power industry, that's... I mean, I guess it wouldn't... I mean, it doesn't hurt. I mean... Find, because we're finding alternative ways than just using up fossil fuels. Well, we're fuels. trying to find alternative ways. Yeah, we're ways, trying. Yes. Failing. Then put yes. Okay. Moving on. Where do you side on economic issues? Should the government raise the federal minimum wage? Yes, and adjust the wage level according to inflation. No, eliminate all federal wage standards. Leave it up to the states to decide. Uh, or just oh. the straight yes or no. So, no, one. One. Yes, and adjust. Okay. How important is that to you? Um, most. It's a lot of mosts. Interesting. She's got some. That's fine. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with that. Just, no. Should Congress raise the debt ceiling? Do you know what the debt ceiling is? That's, uh, I think I have knowledge of it. Okay. Is that like, um, they have like a certain cap? Yeah, Congress has and a certain wanna, gap that you're allowed to spend. They want to raise it so we can go into more debt. Right. By yeah. federal right. law, is you can't spend any more than $12, billion, $12 trillion. Unless you pass a law, unless Congress passes it, which it's done We're, many times when before. It, many, many, We're up to many. $16 trillion at this point. Well, I think, I mean, Congress raising the debt ceiling, isn't that kind of inevitable, whether you agree with it or not? Well, you, no, could just, you can still let your congressman or woman know that you don't want that to happen. Perhaps if, you should if you feel cut the spending to get it down rather than continue to just to keep just borrowing just raise more. it and let's just right. keep borrowing and borrowing and borrowing. Um, I, well, I do not think we should keep borrowing and borrowing. So, so then that would no. be no. How important? I'm going to guess somewhat because yeah. you didn't quite seem to know right. what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should the U.S. 
have bailed out the major banks during the financial crisis of 2008. There's the... Yeah, uh, there's, there's a couple on that one, too. That, yeah. Yes, but with more restrictions. Really? Yes, but only on the condition that top management be fired without compensation. Regardless, we should instead enact legislation that prevents banks from becoming too big to fail. How the hell would you do that? How is, how is that possible? Yeah. No, remove the Federal Reserve and go back to the gold standard. Yes, and nationalize all big banks. How would you do the middle one there? It's, it, it would be like a Sherman Antitrust kind of thing. Like you, A bank can only get so big and can't get any bigger. It's like breaking up monopolies. Like what they did to AT&T back in the day. That kind of thing. Yeah. That's how you, that's how you would do it. If a company gets too, it's, it's, it's how they do today. Like if a company gets, like when AT&T and T-Mobile were going to merge, right. you have to go in front of Congress and justify right. that it's yes. not going <clears> to <throat> That's how you would do it. For being on the hot seat, she's doing very well. I'd say so, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Nationalizing, that means that the, the government, the government, the government, government would own the government. Yes, correct. The government, the government would own everything. Yeah. Um, Hang on, let's see. Kind of like how, what's, like what's when the government invested in IRC. GM, IRC is fighting yeah. amongst kind of themselves. Wind that power is in effect, particular power. They're going at it. I love it when IRC starts getting pissed. <laughs> well, because it's politics, they right? That always and they're euros. Yes, they are. So many Europeans. And do, do you know what the gold standard Crap. is? I do not. Sorry. Well, okay, uh, way on, back in the day, uh, our money was based on how much gold we had. So, like, if you had like a dollar bill, yes. you could legally that. go into a bank and ask for a dollar's worth of gold. Gotcha. And they would have to give it to you. Now, they what happened print is, print any more. What happened is, we we got off the gold standard. Now it's just fiat currency. Now it's basically just the the currency is worth what the strength of government is, or what the mm-hmm. you Your know GDP what it is. Yeah. I think we should national or nationalize all big banks. Was that, that is Hamilton very non-Republican of yes, you to say that is, that is what I chose. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's your decision. I, I mean, think we're headed it. down the libertarian path. Well, here. I, 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 mean, I mean, I work for a big bank. Right. And yeah. So you would rather have the government? I mean, I'm not saying that's the wrong answer. Obviously, it's one. That, it's one that I chose, but I'm just making sure that you know. I think. Lula so you'd rather have, have the government control the per- yeah, past I mean, like for instance, perfect sorry, example: thirty the overdraft fees. Uh-huh. Government got involved and said banks are not going to charge these outlandish thirty. You know, bullshit. Fees. I paid one last week because I still got. I paid thirty five dollars. So, so on the go- my I mean, the government. Account. What are you so talking about? So the government got involved and they they, regu- they regulated things. So yes, does that that causes the bank to work a little bit harder because uh-huh. with investments and growing, um, we call it share of wallet, growing your relationship. But I do like the fact that as far as like a bank's reputation, like the government got involved, they regulated, so they're looking out for the consumer. But the the bank still has a way of making money and staying in the business. So I mean, I just okay, yeah. fair enough. And how important is that to you? Um, about where it is? Yeah, about where it is. Do you agree with President Obama's 2009 stimulus plan? You want the other stance for this one. That's like four or five, if I remember. Yeah. No. And enact legislation preventing any future administration from passing a stimulus. No. I'm against any type of federal stimulus. Yes. And enact legislation to inject the economy with a stimulus every time the GDP falls below a certain level. Yes, but it was not big enough. Or just plain yes or no. The stimulus, that's when we, like, everyone got... That was the 2009 thing where, yeah. The shovel-ready job. Bush also did a stimulus right before he left, too, if you remember. If you remember, he did a stimulus, and then Obama did a stimulus as well. Okay, so I remember. You remember the Bush one? The tarp was for the banks. 
Obama's was much more It was more for like a lot of stuff. Yeah. The problem was... There's no, there's sorry, no, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let, I, let her You're right. Decide. You're correct. So, I don't want to inter... I, I don't... See, I not, I always questioned about the, the whole stimulus. Like, I always questioned about that. Like, when the one that Bush did... Here's and, real quick. Like, giving money. Like, yeah, you can give... It's kind of like... I guess thinking like smaller, like a big, um, like a small business, Mm -hmm. like you you can give a business money, but it's still up to the business to make that business grow. But it wasn't small businesses that got money. No, right. I'm just using it was large banks, and then it was like also like state, like with the Obamas, was like governments and car other big cars. Yeah, like basically they said the question is this: Is Mm -hmm. it worth money to give money to a company? like Chrysler or GM, mm-hmm. to prevent them from closing down or going bankrupt or having to sell okay. and unemploy, you know, lay off X amount of people. Oh, okay. Or should you let the free market decide on its own Basically, what happens and they have to sell let the market, other companies. Let the sell. market, you know, work itself out yeah, as to what you Like any other bankruptcy that happens. Yes. Um, the too big to fail argument. Well, I mean, I, I think that it... It's good because I didn't. I don't want to see Chrysler, and you know they're part of history. I well, they wouldn't have gone out of business. They would have been sold bankruptcy. to a different person. Yeah. Or bankruptcy protection. They right. could have gone out of business too. That, or they could have went out of business. They could have gone out of business. It's possible. But I, mean, I, guess, you, I mean that you, you don't know. But, but I guess, and I'm not trying to influence right, you one way or the other. Right. I guess I'm saying like did. I mean, as a result of, I guess it all depends on what the result was. Well, that's, that's that's debatable and debate. Right. Yeah, did it? Help Emp and I would have different opinions. The bottom line is this: so far, and the CBO came out and, and he admitted it. We've lost about twenty-eight billion dollars from bailing out GM. Now the argument is we may have lost money on doing it, but we we may have saved X amount of jobs. Right. The problem is they can't quantify how many jobs they did save, if any. And Con- that's, conversely, that's, the banks, however, have paid back the stimulus that they most of yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't think I know. Like I don't know. I think I don't think I can. It's make a an complicated, accurate. very complicated. Yeah, most you could, people. You could spend it, and we could spend our know. entire four hours probably yeah, talking I'm about still that, not and I'll shoot and myself. Still not come up with a. So. I don't know. I can't okay. really accurately answer that. Because I think there's just there's well, pros and cons. I guess. Well, what what, what do you think? Uh, you're because then it's, it seems like you should just go with yes or no and not nuance it then. Do you agree with the statement? Do you do, do you think it was a good idea to give money to um, I'll put businesses? Yes. I'll put yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, should the federal government subsidize U.S. farmers? Choose another stance. Okay. Yes, but cut corn and factory farm subsidies. Yes, but include small and organic farmers. Or the no. Uh, the second one. Okay. Should we expand or dismantle our social security program? Keep it as it is. Dismantle it and expand. Folks, if you're just tuning in, we are on isidewith.com. We are putting Erica through the paces to see who she would side with in the current presidential election, I should which also is up the, in two weeks. I should also say at the end of this, it also shows you who you, should, who you recommended a senator you should vote for oh, yeah, as well as your representative. all of it. It's very detailed. Should we expand or dismantle our social security program? There's also other things under choose and other stance, too. You don't like those. Expand and increase the payroll tax on individuals making more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars to make up for the big to the budget's shortfall. God. Privatize the current system by allowing younger workers to contribute a portion of their payroll tax obligation to a private investment account, basically of their own choice. B- essentially, it's we give you X amount of dollars, do with it as you will. 
It's using it as if it were a 401k. Reform and raise the retirement age to account for people living longer. Reform the current system into a voluntary opt-in program. Mm. Reform the current system to factor in inflation rather than wage growth. Hmm. Or the other ones, which is keep as is, dismantle, or expand. Um, I would say expand. I don't think we should keep as is because I think for like the younger... Just the regular expand or expand so that people making more than 250000 have to pay more into Just the regular expand. Okay. So expand. How important? Um, most. Do you believe that the 2001 and 2003 George W. Bush tax cuts should be extended? They have been a couple times, but they're up for extension again. Yes, no. I forget what the stances are on that one. Yeah, okay, I was, was going to say. I extend only for those making less than 250000 Abolish all income taxes. Abolish the IRS and pass the fair tax legislation. Reform to a flat tax system. Yes, and enact more across-the-board cuts to aid all income levels. Do you know what the fair tax and flat tax are? No. Flat tax is everybody pays, let's say, 10%. Whatever. You pay 10%. Everyone. Regardless, regardless, of, how much regardless of how much you make. You make 10000 pays make a million. Everybody pays the 10000 And then 10%. fair tax. I for, fair tax is more complicated, but I for, it's, it's basically the, pretty much the same thing. It's a bit more complicated, but... Hmm. You lose the loopholes. There's no tax deductions. You pay a flat rate, period. And that's it. And that's it. Forbes wanted to do this years ago when he was running. Yes. I think Pro did, too. He wanted something a bit more different, but yeah, kind of similar. Um, and then the, the George Bush tax cuts, they were... I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't Oh, can that. you go back to just the regular ones? Uh, I sure think it was can. just yes or no. Yes or no? Mm, um, yes. Good. Uh, and how... Boo. <laughs> sorry. It's all right. It's, sorry. It, um, there's no judging. Uh, how important? Just keep it somewhat. Okay. Should able-bodied, uh. mentally capable adults who receive welfare be required to work? There's yes. a bunch under choosing other stance, too. Oh. Okay. Yes, adults who receive government benefits should be required. Yes, and eliminate welfare altogether as it does not authorize in the Constitution. No, welfare is a form of slave no, labor. Work, workfare. I'm sorry. No, but in order to receive benefits, they should be looking for a job or enrolled in education and job training. No, but their benefit would expire after two years of unemployment. I think it should be no, but in order to receive benefits, they should be looking for a job. That's how it used to be. Okay. Uh, how important? Most. Do you support increased gun control? No, <laughs> only for assault weapons. <laughs> no, only for individuals with mental health issues and felonies. No, and the federal government should pass national stand-your-ground laws. Agreed. No, but increase penalties for gun-related crimes. Yes, and ban all guns from public use. Yes, require strict background checks, psychological testing, and training. That's kind of a moot point. Psychological I mean. testing. <laughs> well, I, I, I to make sure you're I, not crazy? I mean, I'm definitely oh, a firm I'm believer out. that... Um, I mean, I think that everybody has the right to keep and bear arms. Yes, absolutely. I don't, but however, I think that, yeah, I don't know. There's something about, like, I maybe they should, do, yeah, maybe they should do that background check and psychological testing. Well, they, they automatically do background checks. They do background checks, checks required. I don't think yeah. they do psychological okay, no. testing, well, but. 
maybe because I don't I don't think just anybody but they, should have. I, I think what they're saying is on this one they should require more stringent background checks than they currently do. Right. That's just my interpretation. You can interpret. Then, it yeah, I picked that one. But there's always going to be a market for illegal acquisition of firearms. So I mean, really. So we should just let everything no, happen. No, no. I'm just saying, you know, increased gun control is a fine idea. So fewer people will be able to get guns. Okay. Uh, how important? Just keep it somewhat. Okay. Do you support the Patriot Act? Yes. How important? Most. Oh, you didn't have to think about that. At no, all. Well, everybody knows what boom it is. Right there. <laughs> Should the federal government regulate the internet to deter online piracy? This is pretty clear cut. There's there's some there's some other stances That's on that. bullshit. <laughs> yes, and give the government additional power to control all Internet content. No, enact legislation preventing any level of government policing the Internet. No, industries should address their piracy issues instead of the government. No, the government should prosecute copyright violators but not regulate the Internet. Oh, four. Okay. How That's important? the one that I picked, too. Oh, you can keep it somewhat. Okay. Should we limit federal funds to public schools that do not meet performance standards? If you suck, we won't give you more money. Well, There's other stances on that. Let each state decide. The federal government should not be involved in education. The federal government should take over control of schools from the states. Hmm. Or yes or no. It's really got me thinking about a lot of stuff, huh? No better time. Two weeks to the election. <laughs> I don't know if I've done. I don't know if I have enough knowledge between what the state offers the schools versus the federal government. It's a matter of funding. It's a matter of money. Most of your money comes Most your money comes to the federal government. Okay. Some comes from the state too. Yes. Okay. Through your income tax, things like that. Three. Three. Federal government should take over control of schools from the states. All right, Stalin. Hey, that's what I chose too. Exactly my point. That's why I was like, I'm interested that you said you're going to vote Romney because I mean. You very well may end up with Romney, but you've got some things in there that mm-hmm. I know Romney is not in favor. Well, it is, just because you're going to vote for somebody doesn't mean you agree with every everything. single thing they've got. There's no possible way that you can agree with right. everything. How important? Because you can go backwards, too. Just um, somewhat. Okay. Are you in favor of decriminalizing all drugs? There's other stances on that, too. That helps nuance. No, we should pass tougher drug laws. Yes, and retroactively reduce sentences for those already serving time for drug use. Yes, but not all drugs. Um, uh, sorry, I don't just don't have my glasses on. Number one. Good. Interesting. Okay. And how important? Most. There you go. Do you support affirmative action programs? Uh, choose another stance. Okay. No, and laws should be passed prohibiting minority groups from receiving any favorable treatment. No, but we should offer social programs to address poverty regardless of race or ethnicity. Yes, and laws should be passed requiring all federal agencies to give favorable treatment to minorities. Which I will tell you, that's how it is right now. Gosh, you know, I do have an opinion. So you can add your own stance, right? I suppose. Yeah, but then you have to write it in. Oh, you have and to it, write it, it in. It, pro- it says this lowers the accuracy of your results. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have an opinion. I like, I don't, I don't like how, and I might sound. I mean, I might not. I might sound ignorant. Sorry, right. you, you don't have to qualify but, it. That's fine. Just but I guess I don't. I don't like how, I've I've had experience where, 
employees may not perform up to par, but because they are a minority, <laughs> they get protected. Uh, so, Lulu and I can vouch oh, for that. Oh, yes. We can definitely so, vouch for that. It's like as much as I want – there are people who are good workers – Maybe they don't have the education, or maybe it's a there's a language barrier. I, I get that, and I think that though they, I'm like I'm kind of like wishy washy on that because I just don't like how oh that person's a minority, so management has to kind of be you know they can't get rid of them. Like or I'm very handling. I guess I just feel like I'm cut and dry. You have poor performance. I don't care. If you're a minority, it, wh- where but you come from, that's I think that's not the way it works, though. No, that's you know, yeah, out of there. You should, but that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Right. <laughs> Just my opinion. And you and I. So what would you pick then? I mean, based on what you said, it sounds like it says like you're kind of wishy-washy back and forth. Like the, no, but we should offer social programs to address poverty rather than yeah, the, race the second one. That's what it sounds like to me is what you would pick. Okay. Law should be passed prohibiting minority groups from receiving any favorable treatment. Oh. Okay. That's then kind yeah. of what I thought you said. Then, yeah, that one. Yeah, favorable, favorable treatment. To me, treatment. it's, look, you know different than everybody else. Get out there and do your job. Yes. How important? Um, just, you can keep it somewhere. Okay. Should corporations and unions be permitted to fund broadcast advertisements backing political candidates through political action committees? True story, where I work, the union had a big rally this week about voting for Obama. Gotcha. Hmm. Which I was surprised at considering. No. A wise decision. Okay. Where do you cite on health care issues? All right. Should marijuana be legalized in the U.S.? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, how important? Most. Mm-hmm. Do you support the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act? Obamacare. I don't know too much about that. The Supreme Court called it the largest tax hike in the history of the nation. That's what the Supreme Court just called it. They just ruled that it is legal as a tax. Legal as a tax. Essentially, they will tax everybody um, to have. You know, everybody will be will get health care. Mm-hmm. If you do not get health care, you will be penalized. Hmm. There's also choosing other stats as well. Yeah, let's take a look at that. There's more to it, but that's the bare bones. Um, they're also requiring religious institutions to pay for to pay for. Um, like contraceptives and stuff like that for their employees, even though it's in like say they got the church of right. Their, their that's home. going that's going mm-hmm. to court too. Right, who knows where that'll go? No, institute a universal health care system. No, oh, which is what it is. No, uh, no, it's not. No, Obamacare. It's not. No, it's not. Does include every single American. No, it does not. Okay, because that's exactly how they've. It's been not a universal health care yeah. system is like what Britain has or Canada. Like yeah, right. Which is what which this is, is not what we have. No. It's not a single-payer universal system. Okay, right. No, it's institute not. a universal health care system. No, open the markets so insurers can compete across state lines and drive down costs, the free market. Yes, institute a mandatory single-payer system. Yes, I support a majority of the plan, but not all aspects. Well, I'm going to pick two, okay. only because I need to do I need to do some reading on that. I gotta, I gotta look into that. It's a valid choice. That's whether the one or not it I works in, in practice. <laughs> they'd have to do it first to find out. That's not the one that I picked. Uh, how important? Just keep it. At, well, yeah, keep it at someone. Okay. Should we expand or dismantle our Medicare program? Keep it as is. Dismantle, expand, or reform. Keep it as is. Okay. How important? Keep it somewhat. Got it. 
Where do you decide on foreign policy issues? Now, having been in the service and done a little bit of overseas stuff in South Korea, mm-hmm. you might have a better view on this than we do. Should the U.S. intervene in the affairs of other nations? No, we have important domestic issues to worry about. No, and dramatically decrease our military while abolishing the CIA and NSA. Yes, and use the military to preemptively strike any hostile nations perceived as a threat, only if there is a direct threat to our national security, only with nonviolent diplomatic solutions such as sanctions and peace talks, which never work, only in matters of national security, human rights violations, or specifically asked by the international community, i.e. the U.N. Or NATO. Or any other international community you can think of. Well, can you go back to just regular? Sure can. Yes. Should the U.S. intervene in the country? Okay. How important? Um, somewhat. Okay. Should the U.S. end the war in Afghanistan? Yes. How important? Most. Should the U.S. maintain a presence at the United Nations? Yes. Really? Okay. Fantastic how- choice. Uh, how important? Somewhat. There's more questions. Oh, there, sorry. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. This they is becoming a very it. long segment. Uh, I hope nobody's getting bored now. So let me check in on IRC and see if they're still with me here. Yeah, they're still going at it. Uh, no, they're talking about other stuff. They're talking, talking about UFOs at this point. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. When IRC gets bored to entertain themselves. Should the United States end its trade embargo and travel ban on Cuba? Which has been in place for decades. Since the 60s. 60s. Yeah. Bastard is still alive. It was was, uh, Kennedy that initiated it. Castro is still kicking, That's how long it's been. Although he just had a stroke. No. How important? Somewhat. Okay. Remind me to tell you, Imp, that I have a little story given about Cuba. Really? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Should the U.S. continue to support Israel? Hmm. Choose another stance. Okay. No, we should be less involved. No, cut all support and aid. No, we should not give aid to any foreign nations. We should give equal support to Israel and Palestine. No, the current regime. Not the current regime. Yes, and with more aid and support. Yes, but respect Israel's sovereignty and do not dictate how it should interact with its neighbors. Number one. We should be less involved. Okay, how important? Somewhat. You are the very definition of moderate. Mm -hmm. How should the U.S. deal with Iran? Strategically eliminate the nuclear bomb-making capabilities. Maintain diplomacy while discouraging the use of nuclear weapons. This works so well so far. Mm. Ignore their threats and cease all contact. Isolate through trade embargoes. Or we can choose something else. Uh, One. Okay, how important? Um, Somewhat. Okay. Eh, maybe they'll have some bombs. Maybe they won't. <laughs> How should the U.S. handle well, the genocide in way. Sudan? How should the U.S. handle the genocide in Sudan? Support a NATO effort to contain the Sudanese military. Do not get involved. Or other choices. Uh, one. How important? Most. Okay. Let me change it up a little bit. <laughs> should, uh, no. You, go ahead and answer these as completely honestly as you can. Okay. Should foreign terrorism suspects be given constitutional rights? Yes or no? Or choose? No. How important? Most. Mm -hmm. Should children of illegal immigrants be granted citizenship? Anchor babies. Yes. Yeah, I think they they should. Okay. They're innocent. Uh, How important? 
Most. See, I guess what it is is it doesn't say whether those children were born in the United States. That's to me. That's kind that's of that's the big if deal. Yeah. If they were born here, then legally. They well, no. Are. If they were born here, then they're already right. citizens. Yeah, so, right. That, so the question is not being asked. The question would be like if you were six months old or three years old. And brought if you were five years old, and they brought the you question. across the border. Would we just grant you citizenship then? But they were innocent of the whole thing anyway. So. There is no such thing as innocence. Only degrees of guilt. I guess if you're a cynic and you hate the world, then or you play Warhammer. Should illegal immigrants <laughs> be given access to government-subsidized health care? Should we give illegal immigrants health care? Hmm. I know. I got mixed opinions about that, too. Okay. Do you want to choose another stance? Because it's pretty nuanced right there. No, but yeah. the children should have access. No, deport illegal immigrants seeking health care. No, but they should be allowed to purchase private health care. Yes, but they should be deported after treatment. Only for life-threatening emergencies or infectious diseases. No, the government should not subsidize health care. Yes, and grant them citizenship. Yes, if they pay taxes, which they don't since they're illegal. Uh, the second one. No, deport illegal immigrants seeking health care. How important? Somewhat. Okay, good girl. Should illegal immigrants <laughs> working in the U.S. be granted temporary amnesty? Yes, no, or choose, choose another state. No, but allow them to stay. No, find companies that employ illegal immigrants. No, remove them from the U.S. Yes, but only if they pay taxes. I don't even know why that's in there. Because if they're illegal immigrants, they're, they're not, not paying, paying uh, taxes. Three. Uh, okay. No, remove them from the U.S. How important? Most. Okay. Where do you cite on science issues? Do you believe in the theory of evolution? Yeah, I believe that we definitely evolved. Did you want to? I don't think we are. We're like monkeys. Did you want to? No. It? Yeah. No. It should be not. It should not be taught in public schools. Regardless, all theories should be taught in school. It's up for debate. Yes, and I believe it's a part of creationism. It's up for the debate. Up for debate. Okay. Uh, should the federal government fund stem cell research? Yes. Okay. How important? Um, what's the most? Yeah, just pick most. I'm curious. Or more. Least. Or least. Well, okay. Yeah, what was it? It does go the opposite direction. Yeah, it goes the opposite direction. What was direction. the second one? More. No. no. More. <laughs> oh, just keep it at most. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. I'm serious. <laughs> what was the other choice? You're no. such an ass. <laughs> Should the United States increase our space exploration efforts and budget? Oh. Should we have NASA? Yes. How important? Most. Okay. Enter your name to see if you can. You don't have no, to do that. Don't just don't show do my that. results. I am curious. Okay, and I recognize three of them. I don't recognize the others. Who's the third one you recognize? Uh, libertarian. Okay. I side with Mitt Romney on most issues in the 2012 elec election. 76% on social, domestic, foreign, immigration, and health care. Uh, you agree with Barack Obama on environmental? You agree with Jill Stein on foreign policy and environmental issues? And she's the Green Party. She's the Green Party. I thought uh, Roseanne Barr was the Green Party. No. She sought the nomination, but she didn't win it. Oh, I thought she did. Nope. Ohio voters on foreign policy, domestic policy, environmental, and immigration issues agree with you, 47%. And you agree with the majority of Americans on foreign policy, domestic policy, environmental, immigration, and science issues. Well, you're definitely not libertarian. because You, you are Republican. 12%. You are Republican. 74%, but then 67% Democrat and 64% Green. So I'm like middle so of you're, the... I'm no, not middle just, of the... Like I'd say you're in the like middle of a little You're a moderate-leaning right. right. That's what... 
Welcome and to said the Republican that you Party. are moderate. Hmm. You're probably a majority. And I think they, the, they've done studies. Majority of Americans are this. They are moderate-leaning right. But most of the time, they can vote either way, back and forth. Very interesting. So, well done. And then you can look at the Senate and the House, too, to see who you should vote for. All for. right. Let's see if there's anybody. Josh Mandel. Okay, that makes Not sense. Not by much, though. 81 to 72. Uh, let's see. And then in the House, let's see, Mike Turner, who is not our congressman. You have to put in your zip code for that. Okay. Yeah, our congressman is uh, Renacy. Your zip code's not 4413? It is, 4413. Well, then that's, okay. So it's getting it wrong then? It's, it has to be because Renacy's our... Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I gotta go. She's gotta go. Oh. Uh. She takes the test, <laughs> generates a discussion, and then runs out and leaves. We'll have to plan this in yeah. advance somewhere so you can stay for the whole show. Say goodbye. Oh, trying, trying. Oh, I don't need you, don't you don't need, need those to. Goodbye. No. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Well, thanks, sir, for coming. Well, hopefully, well, hopefully that, that uh, sorted it out. For right. Yeah, I was always wondering, like, where did I swing? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> God. Like, Apparently, you like to swing, <laughs> and you're swinging to the right. So, <laughs> I, I I ended up with the Green Party. So go figure out. Mm-hmm. It's tough just to pick a side. It sounds like you're pretty moderate, so you never know. You know, I guess it was just going to come down to when the candidate pops up and just see what they personally think. And yeah. so you were saying Romney, and apparently the website says Romney. So that, there you I guess go. you're in line with that. Cool. Well, right. stop back again sometime, anytime. Bye. See you, Erica. And read the book. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back. We have articles to get to. We have segments to get to. We have the mailbag. We still have to figure out what we're going to do with this micronation. We need a name. So get your names into Emperor1G at Cox.net. We're going to take a, about a 12-minute break when we come back. All that and so much more right here on the Emperor's Court. This is Lulu, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court on Versus the World Productions. I like to listen to the show in between working the pole and giving lap dances to our target audience. Is that true? Is that it? Don't you have any respect for yourself? (laughs) Wow. It's like every girl or woman that comes on the show is like pole dancing. So what? Consider the audience from which we broadcast to. It's primarily male. Our demographic is the 18 Not all males are interested in whores. Yes, they are. Some males are interested in sophisticated, intelligent women. No, they're not. You can hold a conversation. <laughs> they're really not. Is that why Sakani is saying, well done, Lulu? See? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Who likes the white women's? <laughs> I'm shaking my head at you. Hey. You know. Hey, he, yo, he wrote it and it was like, no, I had to I say didn't it. have to say it. I thought it was funny. I do have some Ultima Online news for you. And I, 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 are there I twenty people playing bad. now instead of eighteen? Uh, <laughs> You're an ass. It's a, well, that's that's what I do on the show. That is my purpose. Actually, no, it's, we it's, all have our purpose. It's it's I'm finding out a rather rather busy server, but it's actually much more. So, difficult. how many people actually do play? Seriously, at any one time, there's about a thousand people online. That's not too bad for a game that came out in '97. And uh, it, keep in mind, the world is not as big as it is in World of Warcraft. All the expansions, true, they, true. they stopped after the first one. The problem that I'm running into, uh, Sakani crap, now I have to know what was unsaid just now. 
What was unsaid? What? I, I don't know. I said, see, Sakani likes it. He likes the white women's. That, that's what I said. So I don't know if he was referring to that or what. Anyhow, uh, no, 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 no. I, what ended up happening is I got PK'd about seven or eight times this entire week. I got player killed. I got picked off, ganked. Wow, so someone pulled the same trick on you? Or? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, they, I just, I'm asking. They blitzed in with like four guys while I was fighting monsters and killed me. Looted my corpse, left me to, just left me there as a ghost. Eight different fucking times. Because the gutless pigs can't come after me one-on-one. No, we're going to get the newbie. We're going to kick his ass and take everything he's got. Meanwhile, you're doing sounds your like little just, trick. I was going to say, it sounds like you're just mad that, you're, that other people are doing what you want to do, but you can't yes, quite get to that level first. Like, <laughs> Come on, I just want to get to the level where I can do it to other people. See that, and That's just it. it. It's kind of payback for all the years me and the guys at Reality Reasons <laughs> did this to so many countless others at the height of the game. So I happen to come across, uh, and I don't know if I think a couple of them are listening this evening, but I, I come across this, this guild for new players. It's called New. And it's basically four or five older players that have been there for a while. And older as in they've been in the, on the server for a while. It's like 2008. Uh-huh. And they've made a guild, and they've got a, a quite an operation where they're, they're taking new players under their wing, and they're bringing them back into the fold if, if it's been a while since you've been with the game or if you've never played it before. And they get you gear. They let you train in places. They tell you how to play the game, that kind of stuff. They're, they're really helpful. Actually, they... Mm-hmm. Although they didn't really need to, I, I was wearing some armor that I guess made me look like a hobo. <laughs> so the one chick, and she's from Holland, so of course some Dutch bitch, comes up to me and, I, and she's like, you're a new player, aren't you? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. And I'm wearing bone armor. So what? Well, we can help people like you. I'm like, wow. Like you. So you're saying that you're, on Ultima, you're on Ultima <laughs> Online Welfare now? Is that what you are? Well, as it happens, I'm actually quite rich. I, I am really self-sufficient. I, I do not lack for certain kinds of gear. Yeah, because Other ones, kills I've, I, Yeah, I explained that as a favor to them for everything they did for me last night. And they did me quite a few favors. Um, I told them how the idiot bug works. And as it turns out, a couple of them have fallen for it. And I While actually, I was watching, it was hilarious. Uh, yeah, that happened today. Um so, Clayton, if you're listening, <clears throat> I explained it to you last night, buddy, how it works, and you fell for it today. <laughs> <laughs> I've got your stuff, and no, I'm not giving it back. So not that there's anything to really bragging about. So, uh, anyways, if anybody's interested in getting into Ultima Online, if you go to uonew.net, u-o-n-e-w.net, uh, that's the place we want to kind of start off with. All the players that are, are new and they are helping out others that have been around for a while, that's their website. That's where they congregate. Uh, I know a couple of people said they were trying to get into the game, but it was very difficult to kind of break into. Uh, understand this, folks. You're kind of spoiled with playing World of Warcraft. That's easy mode gaming. It really is. Most of us, that you know, most of the old-timers that play MMOs, we cut our teeth at Ultima Online, and that is a bitter, vicious, cruel world. It is the very definition of a sandbox. And this particular server is difficult because most of the people coming back to play are looking for those old PvP days. They're not coming back because they miss hunting dragons or demons. No, they're coming back because they want to kick other people's asses. And that's what this is about. So they're you know willing to help out. Okay, anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm just reading IRC because they're talking about gold, and I just wanted to make sure that we weren't talking about the same thing. No, they're talking about uh, World of Warcraft. So if your entire experience of MMOs comes from games like that, this is a whole different world, and it is much more difficult uh, to get going. But once you get going, I tell you what, 
as weird as it is, you actually get a sense of satisfaction for accomplishing something in that game. Because you've worked for it. And you enjoy killing that person and taking his stuff later. You enjoy being able to hit Grandmaster and, like, blacksmithing after you left your computer running all night and doing the job for you. <laughs> and then being able to... Gaming! Because you become self-sufficient. And then you can actually go on and play the game rather than have to do the same thing repetitively. It's all skill-based instead of level-based, which is much easier. Because you can customize any character you like. So I-, I thought that was interesting. I thought I'd pass that along. It's uonew.net. Check it out. And be polite, some of you jerk bags. Don't go in there and start <laughs> yes, because, bombing. Yeah, wh- what? Wait, I don't understand. But because sometimes the people get a little rambunctious and they, you know. Go kill people and take all their stuff? No, they form bombing. <laughs> but do I, it so politely. If I can get five guys in this game to play on a regular basis, get their skill levels up, and then we roll as a pack, we could run this place. Most groups I see are about six and to six to seven in, in packs. I haven't seen anything bigger than that. You give me five guys with me. We train up. Oh, yeah. We're going to call ourselves the A-team? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I like it. Why not? <laughs> oh, the A-team. In 1997, a group of <laughs> <laughs> coming undercover. If you can find them. You're, you're going if you know where to look. That now, aren't you? you can hire the <laughs> M-team. <laughs> I guess that makes me Murdoch. No, no, you would be uh, the leader with the what's his name? The guy with the oh, Hannibal. I'm sorry, Hannibal. That Hannibal. Murdoch. I couldn't yeah, remember yeah. his name. Yeah, so Murdoch, Hannibal, and, and then, and then Sakani. I guess it'd have to be B. A. Baracus, right? Because I don't think we have any other black listeners. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. So Sakani will be in charge of pitying fools and, <laughs> and beating was, up people and driving what was the, the truck, the, the van, the rather. Stupid girl that was always there. They well, got rid of her pretty quick. Yeah, now. she was only in the second season until because that wasn't really you the know, guy who played. Um, the guy who played Hannibal didn't want not Hannibal. Right. The guy who yes. played Murdoch didn't want her there. No, Hannibal. It was Hannibal. It said, "Look, you're, you're a chick." You know. No, no. Han- Hannibal sure? was uh, uh, Dirk Benedict. No, mm-hmm. face. Dirk Benedict was face. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hannibal's the old guy. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry about that. George Picard. I can't remember. Wow, I can barely remember that show. I mean, obviously, I watched it in reruns. But did you watch the movie when it came out? No, I was not. I mean, I didn't hate the A Team, but I wasn't like, "Oh, it's an A Team movie! I can't wait." Well, it was yeah. on HBO one day. It didn't feel like changing the channel, so I watched. So you it. watched it? Okay, we're back in the air. I'm not entirely sure what just happened, ladies and gentlemen. The computer, the Whopper, decided to restart itself in the middle of our show. Uh, three of us just kind of threw our hands, like, "What the fuck just happened?" So we're back on. Lulu ran to the ladies' room, and Pal and I are still here. That was very strange. Yes. You know what I've been meaning to do? Um, I got uh, the first eight episodes of Game of Thrones from Legal Tender, and I, I've had it for you about never a month, watched it? And I have not sat down and watched it. I don't know if you... I mean, you said you're not big into the fan. That's I love the books. I read the them books? years ago. Yeah, oh, okay. I got all. Then, you, then you'll love the show? Yes. There are some fantasy that I like. Uh, I think there are... Some people do fantasy very poorly. Amicabry. No, some, some people no do any... I'm tired of dragons. I'm tired of vampires. I'm tired of that bullshit. Well, you don't have to worry about that because she's dead now. So. Right. Uh, Anne Rice or Anne McCaffrey? Anne McCaffrey. She dead. is dead? Okay. Yeah, she died last year. So, but I mean, I, you know what? I like David Drake's fantasy. I like John Ringo's fantasy. I like uh, David Farland's fantasy, The Rune Lords. That's a good series. Um, things like that. Hang on while I authorize myself. Yeah, I think when it comes to books, Erica may not be the one that we can just throw names and, and authors at because I don't think she's really followed that kind of thing. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like if we had legal tender here, we'd just stare at us like, what? 
but not because he has. Is it? Is it Halo? Right. Okay. The middle tenor's like fuck reading. He doesn't. I like the Halo novels. He he would. There are, there are there are a couple of those, aren't there? They are, yeah. They're horrible. Yeah. I'm sure I was talking are. to Sayomara last night about that. He's doing a review for uh, some of the I don't know a new StarCraft novel that came out. I gotta tell you, I've read some of Blizzard's work, and it's just piss poor. It's well, like, you, you get just, whatever like, college like, level student they can. That was going to say you just you're just farming it out to you yeah, know, yeah. some schlub. They're like, well, well, you know, unless, I'll, get, I'll get my foot in the door by writing the StarCraft novel. Well, I mean, unless right. Salvatore happens to be you know very bored at the time, decides to write one of them. But even that. Uh, you know, Arya Salvatore is really not at the top of my echelon when it comes to fantasy writing. It just isn't no. my thing. So, and I hate me if you like you, purists. I don't like Tolkien. I don't. I don't. I, I don't like the don't. writing style. I think it's plotting. It takes forever. More descriptive than it needs to be. Yeah. I know it's the Dune of the of the fantasy world. I get that. I it's, I don't but, like it either because you can spend six pages and he's describing a meadow. Right. It's, it's like boring. I got it. If I really <laughs> want to go to Middle Earth, I'll do it. <laughs> Or uh, what's the one that kind of aggravates me? Aggravates you? I'm trying to think. Time. You didn't like the wheel of time. You want to talk about a a story that's been dragged out beyond where it should have? Have you read the wheel of time? The whole thing. I read the first one. Okay. I know that. I I know that. I think they finally finished it up. No, the next book using his notes. There's one more book to come out. There is one more book. One more. They they decided to make the last book into three. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Clearly, the reason why is because he's dead and yes. his family wants to milk that cow. Well, it's not just that, but there are so many storylines that have been split off that are running, and over like four or five books, none of those stories were progressed. Through book five, it's a fantastic series. Couldn't wait for the next one. Uh-huh. From six to 12, six to 13, nothing happens. Nothing. It takes forever for anything to happen. Now, who wrote that? Is that Robert, Robert Jordan? Robert Jordan, yes. Yeah. The guy who took mm-hmm. over actually is, is writing it better than Robert Jordan did for me. It's kind of like a Dan Brown novel. This have you ever read uh, any of the uh, Discworld books? I have not. Okay. Uh, buddy might wanted me to get into those. That's written by my, uh, Terry, Terry Pratchett. Pratchett. Yeah. Terry Pratchett, yeah. My daughter reads those, and my son reads those. They both like them. Now, say, Omar, see, The Wheel of Time gets bad about book four. Yeah, I mean, book four, book five. There's a big war in book five, and after that, nothing. Nothing. So, uh, there's another one. There's, there's a couple really big series that I used to... Uh, Terry Goodkind yeah. did a great series. His uh, 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 sort of truth or seeker of truth, what the hell is this? It's called. I'm trying to think oh, of other crap. fantasy series. Every name of the I'm going to butcher the name like sort of Shanana. I'm going to Shanara. Shanara. I always butcher um, that name. That's, Terry that's, Brooks. That's Terry Brooks. Thank you. That's the one that did uh, Landover series. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that I got you interested in. The that's Magic the Kingdom one for too. sale. Yeah, Have you ever read that one, one, Lulu? You would like. Oh that yeah, one. I've read all of those. You read all those? Good. Yes, I started reading t- uh, Shanara. Back no, no, the Landover series. Oh yeah, I read that. Dragonlance? No, not Dragonlance. No, no Dragonlance no, 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 no. is like <laughs> Starcraft. It's like fantasy for tards, for little boys, like Dragon 12-year-olds. Dragonlance is like, okay, I once played Dungeons & Dragons. Bru- so yes, yes, yes. Because so. the, the writers are actually writers of yes. some of those um, storylines. Right. So, no. Uh, like I said, I'm just not a big fantasy guy. Science fiction and, and military science fiction specifically in history is kind of where I put my mark. So, okay, uh, so. I do read some... Just not a great deal of it. Uh, David Drake eh, has tried his hand at it. It's not horrible. Uh, again, it's not my cup of tea, really. Okay, so he was at that one con. I was at in Orlando. So you what you would Who read was David Asimov? Weber? Yeah, David Weber. Yeah. 
I've read Asimov, yeah. Okay. You have Asimov, Heinemann, Ray Bradbury, Heinemann. Arthur C. Clarke. Oh, I love Ray Bradbury. Um, Arthur C. Clarke, w- have you ever read Songs of Distant Earth? Yes. No. I'll bring it. I have it. It's really good. It's David really Eddings good. is one that I have not picked up. I've David Eddings is okay. There's only two series that I like. The rest of it is shit, and it's the Belgariad and the Malorian. And those are the only two that are worth a damn. But they are straight-up rip-offs of Lord of the Rings. They're still good. It's kind of like Aragon or Aragorn. Have you ever read that one? The That one kid who's like... The dragon oh, yeah, yeah. No. Don't. I could... It seems seem kind of young adult to me, and I wasn't it really is. interested. I read, like, the first 60 pages of it, and then I was just... Like, After the first book... I wrote down notes exactly how the storyline was going to take place. And guess because what? it's Star Wars with a fucking dragon. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And I don't understand why there was a court battle over why he'd want to fight the rights to go ahead and put a movie out. The first movie sucked dick. Why would you want to make a sequel? <laughs> and it takes you five years to write the ending to it? We all know what happens. Oh, what? The bad guy is your father? This is your evil brother? Well, come on. Didn't was, see that coming. Come on. He was like 15 when he wrote it. And apparently he's like worshiping at the altar of George Lucas because he couldn't come up with anything else. <laughs> I know. I'll make the bad guy his father that he never knew about. Raised by his aunt and uncle out in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. And they tried keeping it from him so he would never know. That's actually a really old trope. It's um, of course the it is. Uh, monomyth. Have you ever heard of that theory? The what? The, the, the monomyth. Or the, um, uh, who wrote that? I, I own the book. Where I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's basically, it, it's, it's his folklorist. And I'm, as IRC will probably, it'll probably pop up. But he, he looks at like the myths of all the world mm-hmm. and notices that most of them follow the same sort of story. Oh, yeah. That, you know, the, there's like the, 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 and Star Wars, actually Star Wars is a great example of that because it follows Shit. that myth I almost I know what perfectly. you're talking about. It's the, I know what you're talking about. There's, um, oh, but I can't think of it. You and there's like all these, like, there's like 14 different steps, right, like the call to adventure and the, you like reject the quest and then, right, and then here comes the, here, here comes the, the mentor who comes into your picture. Right, and, that's and Obi-Wan they Kenobi. all follow, yeah. The heroes, yes, yes, the heroes. Joseph Campbell, the hero's journey. Thank you. Thank you. I could not remember that for the life of me, yes. I don't like so that many stories follow that uh, follow that pattern. It's actually kind of scary, like especially when you read the book and you actually start starts listing it. Like here's this oh, one again, oh. again, again, and again, that's, again. That's again, exactly again. what David Edding's books are. The two series that I like. However, the characters are so good that you can kind of go, all right, you know, uh-huh. I just like to read this. But it's almost like you're just going. Got that. See, that's the kind of thing. If I was to write a book, I would want to kind of break the formula of. It is sorry, very formulaic. The problem is, I think people are conditioned to really like that. So if you do something out of the ordinary, it's usually well. Not that's th- that's that's kind of why people write things like that. Like that's why you know George Lucas wrote it like that is because, according to like Joseph Campbell's theory, we're naturally ingrained to like that story because it's the same story that's been told for hundreds and hundreds and thousands right, of I years. Mean, you know, to me, I like the idea of more uh, uh, shades of gray type of uh, of character where it's. Uh, this is a person, well, you know, maybe generally good is not necessarily a good oh, person. Oh, okay. I oh. thought you were saying like Fifty Shades of Grey. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I like more of that kind <laughs> of, no, 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 you no. know. <laughs> oh, womanly porn. Womanly, po- womanly oh. porn. <laughs> well, no, I haven't but, read them, uh, so I don't know. flawed hero type people, because I think when you get right down to it, I think. Everybody look, has. The, the Pollyanna type characters just doesn't just exist. Bullshit. Everybody has certain. Heroic qualities, I believe, in, inherent, but they're they're not. 
I mean, I'm not all black and white. There's a whole lot of gray going on there, and not just I know, my that's hair. Why I dye the hair. Ha ha ha! See, I I beat you to the punch, so it doesn't hurt so much. <laughs> so Connie's all black <laughs> until he starts turning going gray. <laughs> my point is that I, I I have always ascribed to a a much more I guess darker, more um, downbeat type of, of cynical. Not necessarily cynical. Like, you know what? At the end of the day, if we win the Great War and we've won everything and people are free, well, guess what? Your nation's still torn to pieces. You still have no economy. Millions are dead. That kind of thing. Now what do you do? So, you know, that would be a good a good story. Start but, right. there. And Don't start, start during the war. We start know after the war. After. Now put it back yeah. together. And all the, the trials and relations you have to try and do that with. It's like those stupid, you know, rom-coms that it's, all about finding the one and the they what never, you know romantic comedies. oh okay i've never heard it called rom what is it i think you know what um uh who was it uh, woody harrelson or not woody harrelson woody um allen. woody allen said the same thing the best you know formula for a successful movie is boy has girl boy loses girl boy gets girl back yeah but anything put together in that kind of of motif oh, usually is, is, a success. is a success but what happens the day after when you wake up and go, oh, shit, I really didn't want you after all? Well, it's kind of like I the mean, Mass Effect thing. At the <laughs> ending, it's, oh. Whoopee! Well, I guess it wasn't quite the happy ending we had hoped. And I think that's more realistic than anything else. If you don't play multiplayer, fucking well, bastards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know that, Lulu? No. If you wanted the best ending possible, you had to play multiplayer. Oh yeah, you guys did tell me that. Yeah, kind of forced. Because like, there's things you had to do during the game that give you points, like internally. And right, it would, right. It would rack up a score by itself, and then based on what your score was, that's basically the kind of ending you had to. You could choose like the one where like fuck everything, or the other one where it's like well, kind of fuck everything, and then there's like a, like a middle one that to them anyway was the best possible <laughs> outcome. But you could only get that. But you could only get the best possible outcome if you did multiplayer stuff. Get your Micronation names in for uh, the Empress Court Micronation, emperor1gacox.net. I didn't get a whole lot of emails on them, but uh, the uh, forum post I had was very brisk. A lot of ideas came in. None of them any good, but a lot of (laughs) ideas. Yeah. That's usually how I I found most things are. For every... Ten ideas, you get one out of that. That's and that's fine. Pretty good. So, so. And I figure with the amount of audience we have, we're probably going to get a few nuggets of gold in well, the giant th- crack pile that it is. So. Well, what was that one that you said? The Empire of Oh, um, Atrax or yeah, I'll look. H- I think it's still Atrox on here. Hold on. Or? Yeah, I got to look it up here. Where heard rumor Dragon Age Three forced you to play a human again. Uh, they they just came out with. Uh, concept art for Dragon Age 3. And a, lot, and a lot of people are slowly beginning to comment that it eerily looks an awful lot like Skyrim. Somebody don't know if that's a good thing or a bad <laughs> Somebody thing. Somebody calls you out actually in the mailbag on Dragon Age Origins 2. On Dragon Age, uh, Dragon Age 2? Yes. For what? I haven't talked about Dragon Age 2 in years. Exactly my point. They're mad because I don't talk about Dragon Age 2? No, no, no. We'll get to it. You'll see. You'll see. Alright, alright. And we seem to decide on a name for Erica. Bubbles. Bubbles. Atrox. Actually, that's Cute. A-T-R-O-X. Okay. That's the, that's the name that I was looking at. The Empire of Atrox. Which okay. is Latin for terrible Bubbles or cruel. or Yeah. We, uh, when she starts listening again, we'll throw it to her and see what she says. Bubbles. Or, or Audax. How about that? That means bold. Mm. Ms. Bubble Squirt? No, that's going <laughs> okay. way too far. Thanks, guys. 
Now coming up on the poll, Miss Bubble Squirt. <laughs> Get those dollar bills out. Well, she does have double Ds. Imagine that. Hmm. Be very bouncy, I'd imagine. Dragons in a dragon game. Heresy. Spelled wrong. Actually, there's Spelled not that wrong. many not that many dragons in Dragon Age. There are a couple, but not like Skyrim. They're but, all over the damn place. You know, the other thing I would do with my character too. It's the fact that I, I think my hero would be very bitter at the end, and to the point where I, I fought for all. Shut up! I fought for all this, <laughs> and this is what I've got left. This is what we end up with. This is what we have to do. I, I, I you know, the kind of character that would be just like, you know what? Would it be like the, the old grizzled, really reluctant it? gunslinger that like saved the world, and now nobody gives a shit about him, and <laughs> now now he's living in some like track house out in the suburbs. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's, okay. everyone's forgotten about him, and maybe, maybe that that'd be a good story too. He wants to relive the glory days one last time, and he dons the armor. That's been done before. Everything's been done before. I'd rather have it at there the end of it that the guy just gets pissed off of what has happened, sun. saying, "I went through all this, sacrificed what I can, what I could to save a world that is crappy." Kind of like uh, Seven, how that ended poorly. Final Fantasy Seven? No, 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 no. The movie Seven. Yeah, nobody really wins. Well, you know, it was like, I, I, I guess Morgan Freeman can walk yeah. away unscathed. Uh, nothing can happen to him other than yeah, so other, say, other than a hell of a bar story to tell during while he's retired. That was uh, yeah. I, I agree with that second part. So, so what do you think uh, happened to Brad Pitt's character? Do you think he got uh, convicted of murder, or do you think no? They, I think he would have gotten off on temporary insanity. I mean, considering what would happen, I would. I mean, his wife's head was in the box. Who wouldn't have shot the guy? Hey, thanks for spoiling it for everyone else. Like, Ass. Oh, there's really? dragons in Skyrim. Dragons in Skyrim. They have more than two and a half dragons. Sounds like Red Dead Redemption. So what exactly is in the book? His dead baby, his wife's head? In the, the book bo- or the, the box? It's his it's wife's box. head yes. is in the box. It's a great... I can't... You've never seen that movie. If you've never seen Seven, oh, go see it. Oh, it's awesome, I, I guarantee it's, it's on Netflix. It's scary. Sick. Is yeah. I wouldn't say it's scary, it's more kind of disgusting. It, it's sort of like it's suspenseful. Like downbeats and like uh, like you walk away from the movie like, oh my god. You just feel like you've been feel hammered like to shit. You've been put through the meat grinder. Yeah, it was It's a cherry pie. <laughs> yes, it's a cherry That would actually be funny. I would love to see. I thought it was apple. It's apple. What did you do with the apple? And then it shoots the cherry pie and the, and a bunch the, of times. The whole time that she's trying to get in touch with them, I'm like, why don't you just fucking call her? And and why doesn't he just pick up the phone and call his wife? Because that's what the plot tells him to do. But it was you know what movie Brad Pitt was in that I still don't get to this day. Twelve Troy? Monkeys. Twelve Troy. Monkeys. He was great. In 12 Troy monkeys. was an awesome. Troy movie. was pretty straightforward. I got it because it's the Iliad. Yeah. Wasn't the well? No, I, I don't know if it was the Iliad. Well, it was uh, part of the. Well, Iliad. I mean, there was it name was of characters. The Iliad. <laughs> right. Those names of the characters from the Iliad. Yes, I would. No, it was not the Iliad. Iliad. Uh, no, no, no. You no, wouldn't want a movie based strictly on the Iliad. It would be ill and boring. Trust me. I've read the Iliad. So have I, but it, uh, depicting the the Trojans as the sympathetic heroes in this one, uh, Twelve Monkeys is highly overrated. I, look, I've seen no, the movie twice. No, Twelve Monkeys is awesome. I still is any awesome. movie that says directed by Terry Gilliam is by definition awesome. But it's also based on a French film called La Jetée. Yes, which I've seen. Yes, It's a short film, though. It's a sh- it yeah, is, it's, it okay, then I know film. the one you're talking about. Probably knock some of these articles didn't, out of the way. Oh, didn't he get the, the Academy Award for that? Or get nominated? I don't, Brad Pitt? Uh, he was nominated. I was going to say, I thought he got nominated for that. Before. Has he ever actually won an Academy Award? No. No, he's not. Yeah, okay. Maybe he's never going to. Uh, I think 
Mainly because he's Brad Pitt. I don't think he's ever going to win anything. Trust the fungus. Uh, Unless he's like 90 and this is his final film and he gets it as a, you know. Like yeah, but wouldn't that Chris be like a plumber? smack in your face? Like you get the Lifetime Achievement well, yeah, the Award Chris and it's only... like you've, you've had so many good movies, but you're about dead. So here you go before you leave. Exactly. Here you go before you kick off. All right, Let take me this with a grain of salt from Huffington Post. Go ahead, uh, Highlander. Have you ever heard of Real Okay. Well, video games could be yeah. actually good for kids. <laughs> yeah, video games could be good for kids. Anything could be good in moderation. That's, you know, you don't wanna... Not crack. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You could, you could uh, lose weight. You could probably get, the, you could get a whole lot of stuff done around the house. You've been laying around on crack. You come home. Jeez, I've never seen the house as clean in my life. What you're saying is I should make I've also baked a turkey. <laughs> Five Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> now I'm going to go paint the world. <laughs> Mix a little crack in with Mr. Quinn's dinner, then. There you huh? go. Go ahead. <laughs> let's wait to settle down here. She's actually okay? covering her mouth with her hand to stop from laughing. I didn't uh, think it was that funny. Oh, you though. should have seen her when I was showing her epic mealtime. She's trying not to puke at my <laughs> oh, desk. God, that There's so awful. much bacon. Oh, it's disgusting. awful. I would never eat all that. Like, my heart hurts after all that. <laughs> you remember that? Was, what, what was it that? Was it oh, when Bart God. was eating the stick of butter? Is that what that was? It's from The Simpsons. Oh, no. Homer, he takes the bacon, he wraps around the butter stick. That's it, oh, yes. Yeah. That, my heart hurts. I, he was showing me that, and I was literally like. I mean, that's not. I mean, I wouldn't eat all that, but no, I was retching. Really? Really? Was it? Was it the cheese whiz? And he was showing all of these to me, and I'm just sitting there going, and then the the way that they're eating the four loco chili. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see that one? I think I remember the one you're talking about. And everything bacon. It makes a cup out of bacon bacon, and fills with four loco and puts it all in the chili. And he and he lifts. They fill the bacon cup. Oh, yes. with the four local, and he's chugging it down. It's disgusting. Oh. All right, here we go. Video games can actually be good for kids. This year, the keynote speaker of the National Association for College Admission Counseling, or NECAC, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, what they acronym yeah, it as. That sounds so was good. Jane McGonigal, a woman who received her PhD in game research from the University of California at Berkeley. She's they the creative director. Yeah, shit, I know where I'm going. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> They've had stuff like that for a while. Uh, I don't know at Berkeley, but uh, she's the creative director of Social Chocolate. This title alone should have tipped me off that the presentation was not going to be ho-hum. And the director of game research and development at the Institute of the Future in Palo Alto, California. I went to the NACAC kickoff talk <laughs> in spite of concerns that the topic was not exactly, quote, my cup of tea. After all, video games such as World of Warcraft, Angry Birds, and Tetris are kid stuff, Right? Mind-numbing, sometimes violent, and a ridiculous waste of time. And I don't like where this article's going. Turns out I was dead wrong. Okay, that's better. (laughs) And after reading this blog, you might come to the same conclusion. Author of the New York Times bestseller, Reality is Broken, Why Games Make Us Better, and How They Can Change the World. McGonagall began her talk by saying that there are 500 million active gamers in the world right now, and by the time they reach the age of 21, each one of them will have spent 10,000 hours playing video games. 10,000 hours might sound like a familiar statistic, Remember what Malcolm Gladwell said in Outliers about how individuals can become virtuosos in just about anything from sports to science by putting in that much time. I actually remember something about that. That's, I don't know if it's 10,000 hours. but 95% of American kids, boys and girls alike, under the age of 20, play video games. If that's the case, then how come we keep getting our ass kicked by the Koreans? And everything! 
Even the Europeans to some degree. Well, this is bullshit. If we want to, well, then we'd have to subsidize uh, video games. Then by God, we do it. We do it for the fucking Olympics. We need to start people start practicing StarCraft Two and Counter Strike and take our title back at the top of the world as best in everything. So when when you become rich and famous, that's what you'll do. You'll spend your money. No, no, on no, no. I've got a micronation already. I'm or, I'm going to oh. start. Oh, yes, I'm going to do what the Chinese do. I'm going to take that's... the kids away from their parents yes. and start them on FPSs and work my way up. Well, I mean, if that's what you want. So how yeah, many? Oh, that's true, yeah. How many people in our micronation have children under the age of, say, eight? Well, well most of the people in our nation are probably never going to procreate. Have you seen them? No, they it's like are. little Rex. Just I've never seen them. him. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, you did. You saw him as the brown duff man. <gasps> oh, oh, you're See right. What I mean? Yeah, he doesn't know what to do with a vagina. Yeah. No, no, that's scary territory. Probably runs away from it. Probably does. It smells weird. <laughs> Uh, la, 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 la. Because this is a blog, I won't be able to go into much details. I would like, but here are a few tidbits. Dr. McGonagall Brock to the NACAC audience. I am providing links so you can, okay, whatever. Number one, McGonagall <laughs> began her talk by saying that, quote, the opposite of play isn't work, it's depression. Hmm. In clinical trials, video games have been shown to outperform medication for dealing with anxiety and depression. What's more, games help young people become more resilient in overcoming physical, emotional, and social challenges. Number two, ten positive emotions that gamers experience while involved with video games are joy, belief, love, surprise, pride, curiosity, excitement, awe, and wonder, contentment, and creativity. What about anger and cynicism? That would be ten negative emotions. Yeah, they it's have. Ten positive emotions. We're working on ten positives. Got it. All right. Sorry. Many commercial game developers understand that a game's success comes about from how many strong feelings it provokes in people who play the game. Therefore, a lot of conditions are built into games that bring forth those aforementioned emotions. Quote, what else, people can, what else can people do that elicits ten positive emotions, said McGonagall. Uh. Most video game involvement is both social and cooperative because young people build relationships as they play with friends, acquaintances, and even strangers. It's also been found that students who play games with their parents feel closer to them. Number three, unbelievably, ADHD symptoms are lessened when gamers who have attention deficit problems play their favorite video games. In addition, gamers with autism spectral disorder seem to increase their social intelligence after playing these games. Number four, based on solid scientific evidence, video games may actually fill basic human needs that the real world fails to satisfy. McGonagall predicts that skilled gamers will be an important resource for solving some of the world's most pressing problems. She mentioned a paper in the prestigious journal Nature that describes how 57,000 gamers with no previous background in biochemistry participated in a 3D game called Fold It to, quote, fold virtual proteins in new ways that could help cure cancer or prevent Alzheimer's disease. University of Washington scientists pitted supercomputers against these gamers, and guess what? In more than half of the games, the gamers beat the supercomputers. Apparently, kids who play games develop remarkable logical thinking, problem-solving, observational, strategic multitasking, and visual skills. It's Ender's Game, man. We're headed that direction. We're sending kids into orbit to fight bugs. And That's number five, old. unlike video games, McGonagall says that today's real world is often missing something. Research shows that a good video game offers four key elements in having a happy, meaningful life. Satisfying labor, hope for success, a strong social connection with other people, and the opportunity to be a part of something larger than yourself. If that's not enough, video gamers have a nearly 30% higher creativity competency than non-gaming peers. While she sees enormous potential as a result of what kids are not learning from video games, Jane McGonagall doesn't want to predict the future. On the contrary, 
She wants to save the future by helping young people develop transformative social innovation skills through video games. From everything I heard at the NACAC conference, what I am now, and from what I am now reading in her book, I think she might be onto something quite powerful and real. P.S. As I read through a few education and psychology journal articles, I saw that many professionals are still concerned about the effects violent games have on children. And so it seems like everything else, parents and teachers need to monitor what video games their children play. I'm sorry. Throughout the entire article, every time I said, knack, knack, I kept on thinking of when Mars attacks. <laughs> yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay, now that sounds like the penguin. I do. Okay. <laughs> Burgess married the penguin. Yes. <laughs> You're a wrecking machine, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So sick. Oh, damn it. Only two more weeks. Thank God. We're done. Close. We're done. Well, you know, I, you know what I want to say? I want to see, like, some law saying, like, you can only campaign for, like, six months. And that's it. Like, you start six months before the election. How about a funny amount of money? That's it. That would be awesome. Because, you know, too. once you run out of money, there's no more ads. Those. There's no more phone calls to my friggin' house at six o'clock at night when I'm I also like dinner. election day to be on a weekend, you know, so people people can actually vote go instead yes. of having to try to schedule. Well, I gotta or get there at five thirty in the morning so I can, you know, right. make it a national holiday. That's the other. That would be the other way to look at it too. But even with that, even with like a national holiday, um, mm. some some people don't get a national holiday off. I think that's that's an. I think that's probably the the best solution because I think it's in the Constitution that it has to be on. Like this first or second Tuesday? In yeah, or I something. think it is in the conference. So making a national holiday would probably help. Oh. Oh, man. Oh. I am interested that we're finally seeing some positives coming out of research when it comes to video games. It's nice to see. all we ever hear is negative. And uh, having played games since I was about six, I can tell you I am a successful family man with my own house, my career, Two cats, do you, two cars. Do you attest that to playing video games, though? No, my point is that it, it did not it detriment me in any right. way. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. okay. I didn't kill anybody. My grades Allegedly. were derailed in college. Many acquittals. It didn't, you know, flunk me out of college. I didn't flunk out of high school. I wasn't socially it backwards. It was just part of his life. It doesn't mean that... It's, uh, it's an escape from reality. It's a hobby and nothing more. Kind of like doing this radio show is. Now, do I play games the same as I used to? Of course not. I don't have the time. You know, I'm not legal tender. That is what he does. That is his life. But that is what he chooses. And it works just fine for him. And he's not socially, well. My point is he is a a functioning member of society who contributes uh, a great deal of importance to the job he does. He's very good at what he does. So, you know, he'll never read a book and he'll never date a woman. But for him, (laughs) that's fine. You know, that's that's, that's not where his interests lie. And that's why. Look, that's not a slam against him. That really is the thing. He's just, he doesn't care right now. And more power to him. My My point being that we do get all up in arms when we see, uh, you know, the Columbine shooting or some jackass who thinks he's the Joker and goes and shoots up uh, people in a, a movie, movie theater. theater. And then they blame video games at some point. The reason why it's such a, a, a big deal is it's because it's an outlier. These things don't happen on a regular basis. They aren't normal. They aren't, in each and every single case, the people that had them were mentally disturbed. They weren't normal kids who got screwed up by playing Quake or because they played San Andreas, you know... Uh, or even back in the uh, early days, like Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Oh, remember that with the uh, the PSA that came out about? Oh, yeah. 
carrying swords through the sewers and killing their parents and shit like that. Well, and they had that one stupid book that they turned into a I actually own that. Tom Hanks. I, I own that book. Mazes and Monsters. It's actually a movie, but yeah, it's... Uh, I thought that was what I was referring to, but yeah, Tom Hanks in it, and doesn't he, he go nuts and think? Yeah, right, yeah. He thinks they, he's trapped in the they game. They essentially play Dungeons. They don't call it Dungeons and Dragons. Because it's they don't mazes have, and but it's, monsters. It's Dungeons and Dragons, and he goes crazy and thinks he's actually his character in the game, and he goes to New York City and he kills someone, and and, right. a, and at the end he's basically in a loony bin, right? He's still in thinking a, he's a character. A, insane and, asylum. And that's mm-hmm. it. Now, do are those people like that in real life? I'm no. sure there's a few somewhere that think they're their that character are bad shit crazy. But they're not crazy because of the game. They're crazy because they're crazy. They're crazy because they have schizophrenia and or they're not they medicated or to, for it to manifest itself. That's what bothers me. So now that we're actually getting some kind of positives out of this, it's nice to see. And they're talking about alcohol again in IRC. I'm seeing, starting to see a, uh, a well, pattern here. concerning Varyar is only in IRC, it's not surprising that alcohol is coming up in the conversation. Viable. Whiskey is kind of my drink of choice. Great Scottish whiskey, he says. Scottish. Gotcha. Great Scottish whiskey. W-I-S-K. You missed a T and an H. That's because he's drinking Apparently, Scottish whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's spelling like they do in Scotland. I don't know. Let me pull up. It's time for some segments here before we... Uh, we're kind of yeah, that's true. The, yeah. Pull this up here. All right. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. <laughs> Okay, what? Everybody should see the face that you make when you do that. That's a little scary. It is. It's very scary. I've practiced quite a bit. I'm sure you have stood in the bathroom in front of the mirror. Absolutely. Every day. That's Because it's how I hone my craft. (laughs) It's Drive. The Drive. Google Drive. It's not Google Docs, now it's Google Drive. Okay. Um, I got to think about it. I have to pull up the songs for this, don't I? Oh, heaven. Yes, you do. You sound like it's such a big pain in the ass. It is, because I don't remember where I put them. Uh, there's, there's the Japanese one. There's the Japanese one, one right there. And the World. Japanese one's in the same thing, too. All right, so I did put them in the production string. Good. Okay. Which one would you like to do, Hal? doesn't matter to Let's me. Let's do the Around the World in Gaming. All right. Now, I didn't time this one, so I I hope I get it in 80 seconds. Yeah, so we wouldn't want to put any show prep and time it. All right, Absolutely now. not. Are you ready, sir? All right, let's do it. Set and... In Houston, you can actually get college credit at Rice for playing the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Rice University is offering a course in their English department entitled Scandinavian Fantasy Worlds, Old Norse Sagas and Skyrim. According to the course book, quote, you will consider the political saga of Skyrim with its emphasis on empire and rebellion as pursuits made possible by way of Scandinavia in order to think about what Scandinavian fantasy worlds are about and why they resonate with contemporary Anglo-American culture, unquote. No word yet if the credits transfer to the College of Winterhold. <laughs> Gangham Style, the runaway South American pop hit, is coming as DLC South Korean, sorry. in Ubisoft's Just Dance 4. Carrie Faget, Associate Director of Marketing for Ubisoft North America, told Examiner.com, quote, We're dedicated to bringing Just Dance fans access to the music and musicians they love. Our fans are really vocal about wanting Gangnam Style in Just Dance 4, and we listened. This marks the first of many hot upcoming DLC tracks for Just Dance 4. We can hardly wait. 
And finally, hundreds of gamers across North America played video games for 24 consecutive hours yesterday to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network and the Sick Kids Foundation. The event is called Extra Life with the tagline, Play Games, Heal Kids. It is something that allows you to take a favorable hobby of yours and turn it into something that is good for your community, and in this case, raise money for children's hospitals, Perry Esler, Vice President of Programming and Events for the Children's Miracle Network, told 680 News. Two years ago, the event raised 300000 across North America. This year, organizers are hoping to raise $2 million. Fail! Music stopped like 15 seconds I know, ago. it did. Yeah. Yeah. 24 hours straight. Yes. It happened yesterday. What if anybody's going to pay us to do a 24-hour straight of broadcast that we have to do in two weeks? Uh, you know what? We should have asked Erica if she'd be willing to come in and sit down on that. No. Yeah, well. We're going to have to have a rotating group of guest hosts to keep us awake for 24 hours. Say Omar was nice enough to offer to cut up uh, part of my interview I did with him for like a 60-minute, uh, out of the three hours, 60-minute interview. Out of the 24 with, hours, you mean? Yeah, no, that three-hour three interview. interview I did with oh, him. He's okay. going to cut it. out a bunch, make it into a 60-minute verb, you know, small issue. Gotcha. So and we, we can all use that. eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be a bad idea. Again, the working idea right now is to do it on uh, November the 9th, because I think the 11th is Monday. Let's see. Let me check the calendar here. Uh, if we go forward to November, I'm thinking Saturday, November, notice the 10th. Okay, so we get the 11th off, so I get Monday off, so I'll be able to recover. So Saturday, November 10th, we're thinking about doing our 24-7 broadcast starting at about, what, noon? Go noon to noon? Uh, okay. Will that work for you? Uh, sure, I'll have to put in notice for that, too. Okay. So you'll need those two days off because you're going to need to recover the rest of Sunday. That's going to be three days off for me. Ooh, because yeah, that that's the same week as uh, as election day, which I took off. Oh shit! Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. You're right. Crap. All right. Well, let me know how it goes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Erica's not listening. So, Erica, the IRC has decided to name you Bubbles. I'm not entirely sure why, but it's apparently not horrible. No. Well, the actual name they wanted to use was a little more. Uh, offensive, but they uh, pared it down to Bubbles. So now that she's listening, we'll find out what she thinks of that. She usually texts, since she's not in IRC, I don't think, she usually texts me her answer. So. Yeah. Apparently Sakani participated in Extra Life yesterday. Did he? Well done. Biomed Alchemist says, I can't be mean to Erica. Sure you can. You can be mean to everybody else. I still think Tits McGee is a good name. Uh. I listened to her Highlander interview, and it was awesome. I tell you what, ev- everybody liked the interview. That entire segment, everybody got a laugh out of it. They thought it was great. They thought she did well. They thought you were fantastic. It was very well done across the board. Oh, I'll have to interview people. More. That was literally off the cuff. Okay, well, I don't know if, if we bring other people down here, if that's the kind of interviews I want. Yeah, because you really grilled her. No, sitting in with us is, you know, et cetera. Sex with furniture, what do you think? <laughs> Afghans, are they really worth it? <laughs> Persian rugs, it's all from the same place. Kind of. Where is she? Like she likes bubbles. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think he's Afghans. trying to do some sort of snatch reference. <laughs> is what I'm guessing. No, I was talking furniture. Okay, but go all right. I don't, uh, I don't. I don't consider rugs furniture. Like furniture is like a chair, or a table. You never laid on a rug. I've like I've I've laid some rugs out before, but never, okay. never laid on a rug. Abortion, inefficient. I've had some rugs lay on me. I'll tell you that right now. 
Awesome stories. I don't know if she's puking or laughing or hyperventilating. <laughs> I'm guessing she's laid some carpeting herself uh, from the way she's acting. Oh, my God. You done? Take so when cut. you munched it, what did it taste like? <laughs> Stringy? Afghan? Persian? Or we're talking like... Of course, it's not really Persian anymore. It's more Iranian. <laughs> or is it like bare floors? <laughs> wood. Yes. It tasted like wood. Did you get any splinters? Tastes like a big hard wood. Y'all shut up. Which one is Highlander? I don't understand the question. <laughs> what? I, what? Uh, I, I guess she doesn't recognize the voices. I would hope she would at this point. <laughs> she was just here. She's been here twice. Uh, she just said who Highlander is the one that gave you nothing but shit uh, as for your interview. He's the one He's that. He's the one that was here. The glasses who. Yeah, that gives it away. The glasses. <laughs> well, oh, the glasses and the hair. I think I was wearing my contacts the first Were time. Were you? I honestly don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember so. one way or the other. I just don't like my goddamn eye. I haven't been able to wear contacts all week. It's going to be. I am, I am hoping. So. Actually, I think it's what I'm going to ask for for Christmas is contacts. Contacts? I want contacts again. I think I'm going to ask I for XCOM because I'm not going to be able to buy it myself before Christmas. Just no other way. So I think I'll, think I'll buy XCOM or ask for, for that for Christmas. The new game. I'm just too engrossed in Ultima. I mean, I, I think I that would be hilarious if you ask for Ascom, and then like your daughter gives you like the 1992. <laughs> oh, I, oh, would, oh. I would, I would I would actually pay her to do that. <laughs> I would pay I her would cash buy, money. I would buy. I would buy the it for, for her. Buy it for. I'd even wrap it myself, <laughs> and I'd like legitimately wrap it. I wouldn't just like put newspaper around it. I'd like, I'd, like wrap it, <laughs> and then just give her the. I'd card. get like nice silver wrapping, like a gold <laughs> bow, just very classic, you know. It's, it's like a, it's like a nice little box. You think, oh, it's like a shirt maybe or something, or you know, maybe some maybe some new jeans. You know, some rattling going on around there. Like, what, what is that? It's not like three and a half inch floppy disks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because they are. I own this game digitally and the original oh my version. Gosh, that would be hilarious. That would be so awesome. Uh, can you imagine? My the parents phone did that to me one again, year. Though? My parents did that to me one year. Um, the only thing I asked for for Christmas was Mike Tyson's Punch Out for the NES. Uh-huh. And I got all my presents. I mean, I'm, I'm, we weren't, like, incredibly rich. So it was like, a ton of presents. But I got, like, my yeah, presents. Was... But I didn't get my Tyson's Punch-Out, and I was trying to not look disappointed. Right. Because, like, that yeah. was I was internal. Like, that's, that's the one thing I had. asked for. I didn't want these jeans and fucking, <laughs> fucking sweater and all this bullshit. <laughs> and then they find, like, it's they wait a couple minutes, and then they pull this thing out from behind the cushion. And, uh-huh. it's, and it's Nintendo box size, and I knew right what it was. So, And then I played it all day, and... I couldn't be King Hippo that day, but whatever. It's a long story. Yes, my mom is a is a, a, a sick sadist when it comes to hiding presents. She does it all the damn time. Every year, we, we wouldn't get the one thing we wanted. We're like, oh, okay. I was just and we'd have to wait to the end of the day before we went to bed, and oh, there's one more present. So yeah, we wasted the whole day not being able to play the one thing we wanted because she thought it was funny. Wow. And she does this every year. That's kind so, of mean. Really? Even like, yes. even like last year? Yes. That's, really? That's yes. You're how old? Bitchy me. She does it to my dad to this day. She waited. She made him. She hid it in the house back when they first got married. He, She bought him an Atari. An Atari console system. Uh-huh. It was the one thing he wanted. She hid it in the house and refused to tell him where it was and said, you got to go find it. He what? said, it's Christmas. This is not a scavenger hunt. Easter? Just tell me where it is. <laughs> no, you got to find it. Three days. Well, Jesus went was by. born today. When he dies is when you hide the shit. My <laughs> grandmother actually came over and like and bitched her out and lectured, saying, "You are a grown adult. Give your husband his present and stop this bullshit." <laughs> Only then did she find <laughs> the hiding spot so and give it to him. 
Oh my yeah, god! Take your Look, this is your. This is yeah. Give him his <laughs> console him game. His give him his goddamn video game. <laughs> bleep bleep bloop bloop bullshit. <laughs> I'm not getting calls on Christmas Day that you're not giving him his shit. Oh, that's hilarious. Now I do want to ask you a question, um, Highlander, and I was trying to figure out if there's somebody I know that has a. Uh, I don't camera, have an Atari anymore. A camera where we can borrow for election night. If we were actually to L- broadcast like a webcam, it. yes, just go buy one. You can get them on. I don't have any cheap. money for it right now, dude. I've, you have any I money? Have, look, everything's mm-hmm. going to two hundred seven dollars a week for daycare. Oh, okay. I have Do you have a webcam at home? <clears throat> no, um, no. Actually, I mean, they, I mean, no, 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 no. You can go I balls out crazy and get like a hundred dollar one, but you can pick them up for like twenty bucks. I now. actually think we do have one. I'll have to ask Emily. Eventually, I want to get a nice one, a nice HD one that's down the road. My idea is. We could have election coverage. We'll just we'll just film it and then just kind of put it out there, kind of thing. We could do it live. Okay. As election results come in, and my my thinking was that he wants the big map. Yeah, I want like a map. We can like put red and blue state things based on which flips which. Do we have a giant map that we can put in the background? Not. We don't have anything yet. This okay. Is just I mean, that's going to be a lot of work because we're going to we're going to make a physical map and then we're going to have to cut out all the states. It's right. just and we're going to have to cut out two states because you have to have one for red, one for right. blue. Because right. you never know. You know, California might be a Republican, but it's not going to. But anyway, you know, you never know. Well, so I already you know said I would cut out the state shapes in blue and red felt oh, okay. because I'm such a big. Anyhow, I just know. thought it was kind of funny. We could. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. You know, your election central. Let's go to the map. We can declare the race over before the, you know the polls close. And the just Coast. watch you lose your mind. Watch you melt down. Me? No, it's not. I'm not going to. I'm going to go crazy. It's look, be look if we lose, we're not going to be surprised. If you lose, the world is ending. Yes, <laughs> we're going into this. <laughs> yes, not if expecting I lose, shit. I will be broadcasting next week from the. Where would I be broadcasting? Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's the closest. <laughs> While I, while I weigh my options. <laughs> Look, you're not New, New your Zealand's looking pretty good. Actually, no, I've never been out of the country. Uh, but I will, I, I, assuming I win my bid for Worldcon, I'll have to. Yes, you will. Because uh, the 2014 Worldcon is in London. Yep. And I have to be there. Because I'd am be I'd be the, the contrary of the 2015 Worldcon. You kind of have to be there. Right. If, okay. for, if, if for nothing else, there is sort of a... Passing of the torch, kind of ceremony yeah. bullshit thing that goes. But I'm still, yeah. I'm still just go to the hog. post office and get it all done right there. Well, it costs you money though, and I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've never, I've never planned on leaving the country before. So why am I going to spend the, you know, hundred, hundred twenty bucks to go this get it? It wasn't that much. It was only like sixty bucks. I got a. Um, we all when did you one. get it? Like ten years ago? No, three years ago when my sister moved to Canada. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why did she move to Canada? Uh, they teach up there. Both my sister and her husband are Couldn't find a profe- job in America? No. Uh, They're professors felons. at Western Professors Ontario. of Canadian West- history? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. The history of the maple leaf. The history of the maple leaf. <laughs> maple syrup. The maple it goes Def- always Chapter, goes chapter one, syrup. England. Chapter two, maple syrup. It goes back to the theft of the maple syrup. And the great Did you know that reserve. England didn't give Canada their own constitution until like 20, 30 years ago? Give them? Yes. They, England held it. Mm. They've never actually had the copy. That's why it's his, Her Majesty's Canadian ship or Her Majesty's yeah. Australian ship. They're part of the Commonwealth. Right. Technically, any nation that was at one point part of the British Empire is eligible. Even us, although obviously we would not nah. join. <laughs> I, I think we're like uh, observers, I think. Bottom line is, when something gets done, 
they join us. <laughs> Not the other <laughs> At this way point, around. The child has now grown up and he's running the show. We have the big boy pants. And yes. <laughs> and mom and dad better follow right along. <laughs> well, unfortunately, those pants would be made in China right now. So. <laughs> yes, they I'm are. I'm just, just putting that out there. Sad but true. But yeah, I mean, if we end up losing the election, uh, look, I, it, I'm not going to be shocked. Disappointed, probably, but not stunned. If we pull the upside, I, I, I got to tell stunned. you, the more and more I look at the polls, they've now stopped polling in Virginia and Florida. They're confident now. Most Gallup, Rasmussen, they're confident those are going Republican. Pennsylvania. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's, it's too close to call for Florida. No, they've even said they're not polling anymore. It's 51-45 now in Florida. He's really pulled out. Are you sure? Yes, 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 yes. Because uh, the last election, electoral college thing I saw had still had Florida too close to call. They had it neither for one or the other. And I think everyone's pretty much saying the same. I'm just telling you that they have stopped polling in those places. Let me pull it up here. Uh, Floridia? <laughs> yeah, I know. It helps if I actually... <laughs> Here's one of them. So they're stop polling in Florida, Virginia, and North Carolina's Obama stalls. Uh, this is from last week. University Poll Political Research Center. This is one of the one of the big three, I guess. Determine the key swing states of Florida, Virginia, and North Carolina. God damn it! Wow. Are solid enough in the Mitt Romney column that they are not going to poll there any longer. Pennsylvania is now up for grabs. Up until two weeks ago, they thought for sure it was a slam dunk. Not anymore. Now, according to that, you. Obama 47, Romney 46. That yep. was one day ago. That's the USA poll, though. Yeah, but if you look at Rasmussen and Gallup, it's a whole different ballgame. Um, let's see. Uh, I think this one shows with a different... Everybody's got these advertisements now that you can't get anything around. It just, it's just aggravating as all hell. All right, where's the election map? Pull this up here. This is uh, with poll results as of, I think, one or two days ago. Now, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Michigan have been put into the too close to call when they were solid Obama three weeks ago. Uh, and they're still calling Virginia and Florida too close to call, but again, people have stopped polling there because it looks like it's, it's just a done deal. So here's the thing, folks. I've done the numbers, and I'm sure, Highlander, if you had time to play around with it, because there are a couple of interactive polls. Or interactive yeah, I've, I've, I've played with them, too. What it comes down to is, if Pennsylvania really is up for play, and really is showing Romney now ahead in the polls by one point, sometimes two points, okay, Ohio becomes less relevant. If Pennsylvania goes for Obama like everybody thought up until this point, it's going to happen, and it all comes down to Ohio, literally. Whoever wins our state wins the election. Yes, I've, I've heard that. Period. No, no, no. That Period. He needs yes. Ohio. The, the only way for him to get enough electoral votes. The only way for the one to do it is Ohio. Another combination, but it has to be Ohio. They'd have something. to get Virginia. They'd have to get Ohio. <clears throat> They're already giving Missouri and North Carolina. If that's, that's the case. Mon and that's Montana. I'm sorry. North Carolina. I'm, I'm surprised Montana only leans Romney. Where is Missouri? Or did they move Missouri's it Missouri's in the middle. They've always really? Said. No, 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 no. It was up for grabs uh, a couple days ago. Nah, according to the ones that I saw. It was, it was, it's was. it been Romney the whole time. Okay. But if he gets Florida, he gets Virginia, he gets Ohio, game over. If Pennsylvania's up for grabs and that goes Romney, then no one cares about Ohio anymore because that's two more points than he needs. But neither one of them can win the election without Ohio. That's what it comes down to. Unless they run the table and everything else, and I just don't see it. I think oh, I think Nevada goes um, Obama. 
I think Iowa goes Obama. I think Michigan and Wisconsin do. I think Ohio, I think Florida, I think Colorado all go Romney. I think Virginia does as well. This, it, it's a very interesting matchup of how this works. And I know people, especially foreign listeners, are like, who the hell cares? It's an American thing. We don't care. Well, makes no difference to us. In Ohio right now, depending on which one you go with, but the average is Obama up by one in the state of Ohio. What's Florida got? Let's see. Florida, Romney's up by two. He's leading in every single poll, anywhere from Rasmussen's got him ahead five. TBT Herald, that's the different papers down there, have him as, head, as much as seven. And I'll be honest with you, Highlander, this upcoming debate, I think is, it's a wash. It's irrelevant. Unless one of them starts speaking in tongues or punches the other guy out, I think nothing comes from this current debate. I think the way things are now, I think things are set. There are no more undecided voters, or at least not enough to make a uh, difference either way. Unless something happens in between now and then. Well, I'm saying something major would have to shake things up. But Missouri has gone from toss-up to leans to likely Romney. New Jersey was leaning, now is likely uh, Romney. North Carolina has gone, I'm sorry, Obama. North Carolina, North Carolina and Montana have both, both gone to Leans Romney. I have a hell of a lot more hope than I did a month ago, two weeks ago. I've never seen a swing, and I follow politics as long as I can remember, probably with the 88 election when I met uh, uh, President Bush, the senior. And I've followed ever since. I, I've never seen such a radical swing from one side to the other based off of one event, and that was that debate. That well, debate I, I, saw it, I saw it in 2004. Kerry almost won that election. He lost it by 70,000 total votes. If he had swung 70,000 votes in Ohio, he would have won the election. Okay, it was even smaller. Because when, Florida, when, my... when George W. Bush lost that first debate, it was almost mirror image of what's happening right now. Really? Kerry smoked him in that first debate. I, I don't remember there and being Kerry that big of a And Kerry got a huge swing. upswing after that. Okay. I, but anyway, it, does, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. It's interesting. I don't remember the swing being th- that big, especially, and maybe just because I'm paying more attention to this one now because of everything that's at stake. But for all these states to go from one side to the other like that, to me, is just astounding. But we'll see where it goes. But again, and I'm still hemming and hawing whether or not we're just going to have a watch party versus actually broadcasting. I should have asked uh, Eric when she was here if she wanted to uh, come over on Tuesday night. Remind me. I'll ask her later. Well, just text her. Uh, we're in the middle of a show. I'm not going to bother her now. She's probably laying down and relaxing. She's probably busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how... Hondo agrees with me. Says, "Agreed, M. Things are locked. Things are the the way they are now is the way they're going to be." Biggest upset in history: the Green Party candidate wins the election. Texas declares independence. Mexico declares war on Texas and loses. <laughs> now, the, the country of Mexico could declare on Texas, and it isn't going to be much different than it was, you know, a hundred years ago. They're going to get their ass kicked badly. Kerry also only won Wisconsin by two thousand votes. So there you go. If he loses Wisconsin, then things stay the same they were so it's like what was it uh dewey beats truman type of thing yeah kind of i still don't think i'll tell you one one uh, article i did see that kind of aggravated me which was it's the article was romney out hustles obama on the campaign trail and i guess it didn't sit well with me on a reading of this i'm like this seems this is tripe the reason why he's able to to out hustle obama is because obama although he's not doing much is still president and is still doing a job. Right. And Mitt Romney, that's although all it's he's my doing candidate, that's his job right now is campaigning. Right. That's all he has to do. 
Now, uh, granted, Obama isn't doing much of anything as president, and there's a lot of stuff he is neglecting because he's running for office. But he still he has still to be has, doing something. You know, he's technically he would he still has a day job, as it were. He can't just be out there. Right, things that go all the way to one side or the other, regardless of right or left, bother me. So. Utah would also declare independence and form the Mormon Republic of the Desert. Or Desiree. Deseret, as Manly Stuff says. <laughs> Desiree. Yeah. Is Emp echoing to anyone else? Not to us. Not to me, but then again, it never happens. Uh, Bible says no. That's the first I've heard of it. Nobody else has complained about Yeah, nobody about else it. has said anything. Uh, I don't know. All right. Nope. Apparently nobody else hears the echo. He barely does his, jay, his day job. Yeah, well. And I, I was talking to Hunter about this, but I read an article uh, over the week that apparently, very secretly and quietly, he sent out, Obama sent out some of his minions to find a nice house for him in Hawaii for next year. And this was back in July. And you said, yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you've got to cover your bases. But it, it surprises me because everything I've read or seen. At well, least it's a really be- close election. I mean, there is the possibility. The way the media portrays it, it's not nearly as close as we think it is. I I don't know. I get so surprised by that. And apparently a lot of his supporters were pissing. You're mailing it in before it's over. Halo 4 launch trailer brings live action Master Chief. It's from Uh, TheExaminer.com. Every year at Oticon, there's at least one guy who has an awesome Master Chief costume. The launch trailer for Halo 4 debuted on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. That's where you debut Halo 4. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> At 1 o'clock a in the morning. A guy who's not funny in a show no one watches. Got it. On Thursday <laughs> night, bringing the Master Chief to the realm of live action and a uh, look at his origins. Here is the official description of the trailer from Microsoft and 343 Industries. Titled Scan, the trailer is an action-packed cinematic production that offers a captivating look at the backstory of Master Chief. It provides a glimpse of the new threat he will encounter in Halo 4. Filmed in Prague... Scanned continues the franchise tradition of expanding the universe through award-winning live-action stories, adding to the lore and anticipation for the next chapter and the landmark franchise that has sold more than 43 million game copies worldwide and generated more than $3 billion in franchise sales. Those familiar with the Halo Fall of Reach novel will immediately recognize, no one's ever read it, recognize the backstory elements as well as some of the other Spartans shown. There's also a reference to the Karen Travis novels, Halo Grasslands, and Halo The Thursday War, for those that have read them. The trailer produced by David Fincher, who directed The Fight Club, The Social Network, and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, with Scott Pilgrim vs. The World and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo visual effect team, led by Tim Miller, taking a shot at the directoral rose. God, that's a lot of... All right, so they have a live-action trailer for Halo 4. Congratulations. It's still just another reiteration of Halo, a shitty first-person shooter that people with no skill play. Period. If you had any balls, you'd step into the realm of PC gaming where first-person shooters live. But we know why they won't do that. What are you playing? I'm watching the Halo 4 trailer. Okay. (laughs) Were you expecting me to play it and I didn't? You're like, what? No. Oh, my gosh. Here you go. Mystery Science Theater alums bring out the mutant murderous CGI birds from Ars Technica.com. Go ahead, Lulu. 
It's as much a part of youth as regrettable portraits or cystic acne. Gathering around with a group of friends, queuing up something terrible like The Room or Troll 2, and trading pot shots all night until it hurts to laugh anymore. This tradition didn't start 24 years ago, but that's when it got a massive mainstream bump. The Mystery Science Theater 3000 ship first set sail in the late 1980s, ultimately spanning three different TV networks, 10 seasons, and 197 episodes. We're talking 18,000-plus minutes of material like Humanoid Woman. Throughout, MST3K never deviated from its basic premise, watching Horrible movies, when combined with a little well-timed snark, is always fun. Now some things, Autumn, Crystal Pepsi, etc., just don't last long enough. Most agree the musings of Mike Wil- Mike Nelson, Crotey Robot, Tom Server, et al. fit this bill too. So even though MST3K said goodbye in 1999, the desire for the service they provided never went away. As VHS and DVDs gave way to Blu-ray or MOV, a trio of MST3K alums took their craft to the Internet. Alums. Alums. I'm sorry. Whatever. Can you read faster, please? I mean, the show does end at like 10. Nelson launched RiffTracks.com. I I didn't say doggy punch. I said kidney (laughs) punch. It will hurt. That is horrible. Yeah, especially when you're pissing blood, yeah. Same basic premise, except rather than full episodes, including films, Rift Tracks would offer downloadable commentary. MP3 viewers could sync with their own screenings. This allowed Nelson to avoid being sued out of existence. Nelson recruited Kevin Murphy, Servo, and Bill Corbett, Robot, and the rest is history, pushing 120 films and counting. Today, Rift Tracks goes belong the original goes beyond the original crop of sci-fi B-movies and hits everything from blockbusters to classic films, too, including titles as recent as The Hunger Games. Feels like an NPR audio essay is about to break out, end quote. The site gained enough popularity that they even coordinate live events, both with Nelson and company in person or through simultaneous screenings. Their next screening falls in latter category, but returns to MS. T3K's low-budget sci-fi roots. October 25th, the 2010 classic Birdemic. That looks... I'll have to watch that one. (laughs) We have to watch Okay. No, no, I'm not saying watch the trailer. I'm saying I want to watch the movie. I want to watch the trailer. I don't give a shit about the trailer. (laughs) Because no one else is going to see it anyway, so... So this is their own movie? No, this is is a crappy 2010 movie that they're going to make fun of. Wow, that looks pretty horrible. <laughs> oh, Which is what I expected. Yep. Um, do you want me to read the brief? Not nah, really, because it's horrible. We all know. Yeah, okay. Expect tears to be shed for Hitchcock and references made to the Wilhelm scream. If seeing three MST3K minds riffing on a bottom 100 IMDb film doesn't excite you, you could always try their take on Bond and prepare for Skyfall instead. But at the very least, attending this week's event is an investment in your future. After all, who doesn't want to be caught up for Birdemic 2 next year? I got to see them uh, for my 30th birthday when they came to the Hannah Theater. They did Cinematic Titanic, which is the other group. Yeah, it's not them. them. Right. It's uh, Joel. It's not Michael. And they were hysterical. They were great. They had Joel. They had two of the other voices for the robots. They had the chick there Mm -hmm. um, and the old guy, I think. 
can't remember. Uh, TV's Frank. Yeah, t- I forget uh, what his name is though. But and they were good. They were hysterical. It was I forget what movie they were making uh, fun of. It was some Filipino movie about weird vampires that they were trying to kill, and they needed black people, so they got a bunch of Filipinos and put them in blackface. Wow! Instead of like just getting African American oh actors, Africans. God, yeah. Oh yes, they did. It was great. <laughs> They were ripping that thing to shreds. I'm like, oh, I wish they'd come back. I would definitely go see it again. I should probably do the mailbag because we're getting kind of... Yeah, shoot the mailbag and then nice. blowing your mind and then it's getting the hell out of here. I didn't realize, yeah, this... Phew, shit. Well, we started, what, 6.15, 6.20? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we don't even need our second break. All right. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? As always, you can send your questions, comments, opinions to Emperor1G at Cox.net. Uh, we're still hoping to get a name for our micronation. Uh, I would imagine I'll probably have to bring Bubbles up to speed as to what the micronation is, and she's, I'm guessing, going to be a, a, a semi-regular around here. So remind me to do that later. Hail True Emperor! And Highlander and Lulu. Trying to be short and to the point. First, a suggestion for the name of Erica, Ms. Bubble Squirt, Bubbles for short. Next, for the Micronation, some names. The Most Serene Empire of Bonapartia, the Empire of New Elba, the Empire of... Go ahead and give that one a shot. Adiasium? Yeah, that's it. That's about right. I don't think I want an Empire name, but... Person can't pronounce. Where are you from? Uh, <laughs> place you've never heard of. Course, if it's if it is Latin, then the C is pronounced like a K, so it would be Attic. Attic. yeah. If that's what they're going Thank for. Thank you as always, manly stuff. Well, I guess I kind of want to get away from it. This is one thing I've been seeing a lot of is either a, a, a Napoleon type of, of flavor or an Irish type of flavor. I would like to get away from both. Right. That's I what I that, kind of figured. Yeah, I don't think that really works with what we're trying to do here. The Empire of Napoleon Bonaparte is awesome, is right. <laughs> They did that the first time, and it didn't end well. Awesome as it might have been, but only two of us of the four here are Irish, and nobody other than me cares about Napoleon. Nor, nor do so. I think that our empire will be most serene. No. No. No, I'm certainly not planning it to be most serene. No. Oh, Holy Emperor, former racist Highlander, and the beer wench. Here's an article about American rank, America ranking third in liking America. Very respectfully yours, Cajun Carney. So, okay, before oh, you put it out, I was going to ask who likes America more than us. The U.S. ranks third in liking the United States. According to the Bew Global Attitudes Project, 79% of Americans in 2011 had a favorable, favorable view of Americans. <laughs> that makes the United States third out of 23 countries ranked in that category. Japan ranks first with 85% of Japanese having a favorable view of the United States. Really? Oh, my gosh. I got to tell you, some of these are... I, I can understand number two. Number one, Japan kind of surprises me. Yeah, that's... Number four surprises me. In that's 2010, France the United States us. ranked second. Kenya was first, with 86% of Americans having a favorable view of the United States. Kenya makes sense because they just know, I mean, if you want to get out of debt or get out of uh, poverty, just join an American marathon. You're guaranteed to win. No, I was guessing more because they, the Kenyans think that Barack Obama is one of theirs. Uh, that or is that was Bush that would be my sunk guess. so much money into Africa when he was president. I know he's like a god over there because of all the AIDS research and all the money he gave them for that. But you know. know what? You're right. The, that was the Obama my connection. Probably is the Obama connection. I think was why. Uh, let's see. So we rank third. France, seventy-six percent of France likes us. 
Which I find Lithuanian Israel like us, Poland likes us, and then it starts to drop off. Spain, Germany, oh, Turkey doesn't like us. More Palestinians like us than people who live in Turkey. <laughs> really? I don't even see Ireland on here. That ain't good. Guess I'm not gonna well, I, there. I guess it's just it's just a smattering. Of, it's not like every single so, yeah, so you don't see everybody. Oh, I thought this was no. This isn't comprehensive. It's, it's only it's twenty-three like countries. It's just twenty. It's not the top twenty-three. It's just twenty-three. All countries. right. So let's see. Mexico doesn't care for us. Lebanon hates us. China doesn't like us. India, India likes us less than China. Egypt, Palestine, Jordan, Pakistan, Turkey—all countries that I would not shed a tear if we were to nuke off the map. The hell with them. Britain, mm, and 60%. then and then you wonder why only ten percent of them <laughs> like us. I couldn't give a shit about your country. You could blow it up. Stop and killing fuck our you people all. and hey, our friends. You would I like think to that's just what they say to us. Glass, so you fine with that? But we don't have a choice. They force the issue. What have we got? Hey, Imp! Politics from the other side. After hearing about your woes with a constant barrage of political surveys, just thought you would like to hear about a different experience. Whereas your home state of Ohio is a battleground state and thus is in the crosshairs of every political campaign known to man, I live in California, which is written off every four years as a blue state. We don't get any political ads for either Obama or Romney. No surveys, no polls. Hell, the candidates themselves don't even come this way at all unless they're begging for money or fundraising. I think that's the technical term. We still get ads uh, for local races and the various retarded propositions that somehow end up on the ballot every year, but the U.S. presidential campaign has all but ignored us. And since my vote doesn't count, thanks to the Electoral College rules... And you're black. I might as well just... (laughs) 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 I might as well just throw it away by voting for myself. Seriously, not joking. By the way, I think I hear your phone ringing again. Yeah, I would love to see the Electoral College go away. I'd be all for a popular vote. Yeah, I'd, I'd be for it too. The problem is it just makes, uh, it basically makes, uh, makes flyover states irrelevant. The coasts are the only thing you really care about then if it goes by population. Because it's like New York, Florida, Arizona, and California. And everybody else is irrelevant. That's which, which is the reason why they don't well, go not with necessarily. I mean, if you think, think of how many people vote. Usually the winner gets what, like about 35, 40 million votes? Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're not going to get all that from, you know, four states. The vast majority of it. So this is my take on this subject about the bitch Amanda Todd, also known as the flashing bleach girl. Well, I guess that gave it away. I kind of hate her, and it, it sounded like you guys lacked some facts. Well, no, I think we read that at the start oh of the article. She flashed more than one guy over several occasions and even did it with a friend next to her at least one occasion. She slept with a guy already in a relationship. It was his girlfriend who assaulted her. So she kind of fucked over herself and pussied out with it taking her life uh, for she was a pussy and could not face the fact that she, what she had done. She brought this on herself. I love the spin the media has given this with the poor bully girl angle. I find it very funny. Well, it's one less attention whore to worry about, Tech Priest. If that's not trolling then my opinion of you is lessened quite a bit. The problem is Tech Priest isn't the trolling type, which is why even, I, I would take this at face value. Even if all that were true, that she were flashing people. So because she flashed people, it's totally okay for her to be bullied to the point where she had to kill herself. Is that that's what you're saying then? That, that, that she, deserved said, well, it? she deserved it because she flashed some people? It's okay for this guy to follow her from school to school to school. And totally ruin her life? Putting her pictures up, sending her picture to all her friends and classmates. Putting her in a position that the only option she felt she had was to kill herself? 
Really? Because she had nowhere else to turn and the nobody who was listening kept to on her leaving. and she just kept moving around and... Because you make mistakes, oh right? Oh my God. I, I don't know about you, Tech Priest, but I guess you've never done I anything you regret and would hope it never come up again. Yeah. Wow. One I know I can, haven't, but... Wow. One less attention whore to worry about. Yeah, that, I, Tech, I'm sorry. Yet. Oh my God. Yeah, that, uh, that did not go over well for you, sir. Sorry. Uh, continue with Tech Priest. Greetings, Emperor, and all that usual bullshit. You wanted a name for your empire, and I thought we could use something simple, like the Empire of Empires. Well, this don't need to be said, but the Inquisition fully supports the move, and we have already secured some lands for a Swedish colony to show our support. Basically, just went out in his backyard and just drew a circle. Mine! So I think <laughs> I've so I think I've butchered the English uh, enough for today. Salutations. P.S. I still think Highlanders should bring back the fan fiction segment. PPS, I could do design for the website, but you would have to find a coder. Tech priest. We do need a website. We do. Uh, let's see. Haven't seen the pictures of Lulu on this page. What? I'm guessing Blaine White must be late to the party because he's looking for your nudie pics that we had put up there. They were taken off after three weeks. Yeah. I suppose we could probably put him back on there. Yeah, you could if you wanted to. It's Greetings, fine. Emperor, the gook speak expert, the donut writer, and boobs number duh. Do I? Whatever. First of all, thanks for the quality show you've been putting on every week. The shows have always great, but the past few months it's been exceptional. Hint, Everfree Radio. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. I don't want to beat the dead horse or anything. <laughs> But after listening to some awful shows on the internet, and one particularly on the station, wink, I got to appreciate quality shows even more. There are millions of shows and podcasts on the internet, although it is mostly filled with crap, there is the occasional gem. And that is what the Empress Court has become. I have to say that I really like the new dynamic of the show. Anyway, enough bootlicking. No, sir, there's never enough Never, never enough. The quickening will be missed, but it's good to see Highlander going somewhere new. Need to keep up, uh, keep up the good work with your segments. I also have an idea for a Varyar segment. Since you love exploration, exploration, and I hear you're a completionist, why not make a segment about a particular level you've completed where you've found hidden things, hmm. bugs, special items, secrets maybe, and embellish to make it interesting. Make a story. Don't get help from Highlander, though. If he works his magic, he could uh, be even more offensive than Hermione in the sorting hat. By the way, Highlander, how's that Japanese class going? <laughs> okay. All right. Emperor, although I've never played Ultima Online, it's really fun to listen to your adventures on Trammel. No, 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 no. Trammel doesn't exist at this point in the game. They didn't split the world in two. So Trammel is not there. It's just the world. It split the world in two? What they did is, after the third expansion, they decided to make everybody happy. So they split the world in two. Copy, the exact copies. Oh, of the so like a world where you could kill people and a world where you couldn't? Right. Okay. In Trammel, you could only fight monsters. You couldn't fight other people. In Felucia, the world is like dark and bitter and all the trees have no leaves and it sucks. But you can attack other people just like you could in the original game. Eh, you know, six of one, half a dozen of another. Well, yeah, after that, people left the game. I would love to hear more. For Emp's new nation, I have just one thing to say. Please let Highlander be the Minister of Foreign Affairs. Quickening uh, does a peace summit would be awesome. Quickening during. Yeah, I see. Shut up, Iran. Sit down. A bunch of... Insert whatever here. <laughs> Bunch of insert whatever here's. <laughs> Question to all of you. Is there any game that has not yet been released that you are genuinely ins- uh, genuinely excited for? Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, thanks again for the great show from Neff. I got to tell you, Assassin's Creed, I love the trailer. 
Oh, it's it pretty bad. Awesome. It's supposed to be the last one because they said they're going to just make it a trilogy. It's not going to be continuing. So this is supposed to be the final one. What the blow is Lord, this? Oh my word! Yeah, we can read that. I don't need to read your school essay. <laughs> this is from uh, Kronak. And it's a college. Gas station school. guidelines? Greetings. I'll just read the first paragraph. So okay, you know yeah, Greetings, Empress Court. The past few weeks I've been faced with a problem relating to career paths that I thought may introduce some interesting discussion. Born? The problem is, as I enter college, do I go for a major that would provide a job and a stable income, or do I try and get a degree in things I have love and passion for? Mm. I find myself wanting to go after my passions. The concept of enjoying my job and getting paid for it is very attractive. Then again, I find myself hesitant to go for that because I uh, go for what I, en- I enjoy because I have no delusion and know what a job is. What I, a look, job I can, is I exactly can just, like I can that, just end job. it like right here. Yeah, go for your passions. Always go for what you're passionate about because if you just get a job, then you're just, you're not going to be happy because money does not make you happy. You are it going never to be does. Miserable. You're you will be, be miserable. Round but down. You know what? I, I have a differing opinion slightly. I'll get to that when I end this. I don't want the spirit for my hobbies to be slowly be crushed beneath the weight of deadlines, overtime, and shifty bo- shitty bosses until the thing I worked so hard to get a job for is no longer attractive or enjoyable to me. I don't want it to become another 9-to-5 grind that I hate, where in the end I lost a hobby. On the other hand, I find going after the more boring yet safe degree more attractive. While I may find the jobs related to what I dislike, they tend to have more jobs available, more job security, and better pay. The happy ending to this choice is I still have the hobby I enjoy, and I have the money to fund it as well. The bad side, obviously, being that I dislike my job, but that is not new to me. Okay. Um, hmm. Like I said, go for what makes you happy. This is the only life you live. The prob- this is it. Are you going to spend your whole life miserable at a job that you hate? Wow. But you have money? I mean, what are you going to Okay, you know? so you do a job that you have a passion for, but you never get anywhere in life. But you're That's happy. A problem. Well, Look, if like- that was the case, then I would never have left the sports store I job I had. Because I love that job. It was fun. I got to deal with sports. I got to talk sports all day. But at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't going anywhere. I had already capped out as far as I was going to go with that. It just was not viable. So anything else that I wanted to do with my life, to travel, to have goals, to have a retirement, to have a family, to have a house, none of those would have become true if I had stayed with the job that I really had a passion for and liked. Right, but, they, but those, what you just mentioned, were your passions. You were passionate about having a family. You were passionate about having a big house. Do. And yeah. that's, okay, that's, that's what you, were, you wanted to do. That's, and that's what being passionate is. So now I do a job that I do not have a passion for, that I enjoy to a degree. I certainly enjoy the people I've met along the way, but it's a job that I could very well do without. But it's stable, it's secure, Good benefits. it has benefits, it has a pension plan, which allows me to have to provide for my family, to, to pay for a house and a car, and you know what we're using in front of us today to do this hobby. I went and found other hobbies, other interests of mine that I could do, they worked around my job. I would rather have a job that's stable, that pays, whether I like it or not, so that I know my basics are covered. And then from that... Go and find something you can be creative about, to be passionate about. Like I said, if I close down this radio show today, tomorrow I would find something else. Because I'm, I'm the kind of guy that has to have something going on. There has to be something that I'm building or working with, uh, something. And if it's not my job, then I go and find something else. What he's talking about, you know, one of my passions would have been to be an archaeologist. Cool, doesn't pay anything. So at the end of the day, when you look back on it, after a lifetime of work, and you can say, 
What do I have to show for it? You are happy. Am I? Because at the end of the day, I don't need the things I need to keep going. It didn't provide, you know, a, See, a the, basic See, the, the life problem life. with that is that you're, you're assuming that everyone else has the same passions that you do. No, I, I'm not. But the way he I admits this is that if he goes with his passion, the chances are it's not going to pay him to live the kind of life he wants. Well, it depends on what his passion. That are. depends on what, that's what right, I'm saying. I understand that, but yeah. I'm going simply based off what he's intimating here in his paragraph. He's saying, or do you go for the safe job that pays where I get the money so I can, you know, have a decent life and be a productive member of society? Uh, perhaps if he gave me a little more specifics, that'd be a different thing, but... Right. I mean, you can't really say yay or nay right, based on this because you don't know what it, his his passions are and you don't know what job he's talking about, you know, for security and better pay, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You, it, we don't have enough information. He does say he wants to get into writing. And I do know that Baron Von Ghost, my brother, went to school for writing. He wanted to be the next Stephen King. He wrote... I don't know how many different books. And over years and years and years of getting his books out there, all of them rejected. Never got a single one. Um, he was looking into self-publishing, except that it's not cost, you know, it, it's cost it's prohibitive. It's cost prohibitive, yes. I've looked I mean, at a buddy too. at work of mine self-publishes, and it's cost him about $5,000 to get a book published. And that's just self-publishing. And then it's completely on your own to get out there and market it, to print more of sure. it, et cetera. So, I... That is actually something that he's asking you and Highlander to read off air because it's his attempt at doing a um, comedic article. So that is not intended for you guys to read on the air. Right. Ha. So I will pass that and go on. Uh, these are the articles for today. That is my planet side key. I will write that Use. down now. <laughs> To write in and laugh at Highlander for saying in episode 40 that Dragon Age 2 is such a good game. Did he even play the first? Dragon Age 2 is a disgrace. It's a herp derp <laughs> dumbed-down, consoli consolidated, repetitive, generic, piss-poor sequel. So with the hate all gone, I'm a listener from Norway. Naturally. Do love your show, and you and Highlander are a great fit. So different and, com and completes each other very well. I do enjoy when you argue and you can beat Highlander like the little girl that he is. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am usually unable to listen in live. Looking forward to going through and catching up with all of your episodes and hear the new guys who have later joined the show. That's from Avaran. I'm sorry, Aravan. So I guess him and two other people hated Dragon Age 2. Because everyone <laughs> in the universe thought Dragon Age 2 was amazing. And you know why everyone in the universe thought Dragon Age 2 was amazing? Because it's amazing? Because Dragon Age 2 was amazing. Uh, Aravan, thank End you. Obviously, story. a new listener. Thanks for coming into the fold. God help all of us. Uh, evening, Imp. Left-wing politician, left politician gave a speech about, uh, and magically the definition of words change, or will we be proud? It's actually kind of cool. Uh, EU looking to ban high-end video cards. Left-wing government at its finest. Finally, a bit of evil capitalism for Highlander. Verizon very excited that it can track everything phones do and sell. To whoever is interested, oh. but that really doesn't surprise okay, me. No, Apple does Apple's the same been doing thing. That for years. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, that's at all. not new. I am interested to see this though. Why the EU wants to ban high-end video cards? EU cripple cripples future graphics cards. This is from NordicHardware.com. Uh, Nordic Hardware has seen exclusive information about a new energy law that will apply within the EU. The law requires that both discrete and integrate. Is that right? Discrete yeah, and integrated graphic cards live up to certain energy standards. AMD is worried that this will affect next-generation graphic cards and have them barred from sales in the EU. 
There are standardizations that make sure pre-built computers, but also discrete components, achieve a certain level of energy efficiency. Really? I didn't think video cards threw off that much heat and you know, waste to be that kind of, an, of a problem. The specification for the so-called Echo Design, Lot 3 with EC, can be found here. Uh, where there are hundreds of pages to read for those uh, with lots of time to spare, which I don't. Which I don't either. An update. Due to misunderstandings, we want to clarify that the link above is not the source for this article. We linked to the document only to show our readers roughly what Lot 3 was about. The original source is still someone within AMD, as mentioned later on in the article. Yours sincerely, Nordic Hardware. And this goes on with the spe- uh, specifics. After feedback from our valued readers, it has been made clear that the graphics cards above said bandwidth are exempt to the regulation. All right, so this is getting into technical shit that I don't care about. But I guess the point is they're trying to ban uh, certain video cards because they're not eco-friendly. Uh, and again, I think this is an example of the environmental group just going too far. I, I honestly don't think... Okay, that's... This said college question, though. Yeah, the yeah, whole do I beginning go for a major is college, that, yeah, okay. and then the bottom is... Right. I thought I was talking more about jobs. Um, well, I guess you have two different view, uh, opinions. One is Highlander says, go for it, whatever it is you have a passion for, you know, swing for the fences. That's I, what I would do. Right. do. Do what makes you happy. And money I, will not get you happiness. It, it won't. It I think money... Makes it a lot easier to be happy. Look, money... No. I don't. I don't need a lot of money to be happy. At the start, I don't need a lot. Of, like I was saying at the very beginning, with getting rid of stuff, I don't need a. You know, I don't need a bunch of that stuff to be happy. The things. The more stuff you have, the more you're weighed down. The more you're weighed down, the more you have to worry about all your stuff. It's 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 getting into a big long ordeal, which I'm not going to bring into. But the mm. that's just my. That I opinion. want to do require money. Traveling requires money. Yes. You can't um, just throw a backpack on your back and away you go. My hobby, well, you, can, you can, but then you disappear into the hinterlands exactly. and never heard of it again. Yeah, I'll be um, good, you know. My hobbies like this cost money. My time is money. When you have responsibilities, things like, you know, passions and hobbies kind of, t- t- you know, take a backseat to other things. So if you have nothing holding you back, if you have no responsibilities, no girlfriend, no wife, no kids... If your bills are paid up, if you have a steady place to live, i.e. your parents, and you have nothing to lose, then absolutely go for it. If you have something to lose, then all of a sudden your dynamic changes. And it isn't so much what I want to do for fun, what do I have a passion, it's what can I do that meets the responsibilities that I have. And then from there, you take whatever happiness you can get. Make your own. There are plenty of opportunities. There's always something out there. It is 10 o'clock. We have to get some segments done. All right. Well, we won't have to do the haikus. We can skip the haikus. We'll just go right to the uh, blowing your mind and and end it. We still don't have a sounder for, right? No, we don't have a sounder for. There you go. There we go. (laughs) Sounder. All right. All right. Here we go. Wait, go down, go Is down. it up or down here? Down. No, it's Blowing right there. Right there, there, right there. Up, up, you know, how about I just got do it? it. <laughs> how about I just do it since I'm the one that wrote it? Fine. You know, I'll work on a sounder this week for the uh, Blow Your Mind. All right. Just, I don't know, some explosion or something. I don't give a shit. Uh, now, I, like most of you listening to this, love the Back to the Future trail. Actually, the sounder I was going to do was just like the main theme to it. But I couldn't think of one. I think I've got it, actually. You don't have to play it. Go ahead. Um, the Back to the Future trilogy. It's fun. It's exciting. It has a DeLorean. Nevertheless, there are some problems with the movies that when you start adding them up, might just blow your mind. 
For example, George and Lorraine would recognize their son. The conundrum is this. You tend to remember the people that brought you together in life. You'd certainly remember the person who played, say, Johnny Be Good in such dramatic fashion at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. And given that Lorraine had such a crush on Marty in 1955, she's unlikely to have forgotten him altogether. So then why, when Marty gets back to 1985, do George and Lorraine seem to have no recognition of his pivotal part in their lives? Wouldn't, when Marty gets to the age of, say, 13 or 14, what if we think that something a bit odd was happening and that they've managed to breed someone who looks exactly like the person who brought them together all those years ago? Even appreciating that they didn't know Calvin Klein for long, his impact upon them was such that they'd still have an idea of what he looks like many years later. The fact that there are two DeLoreans in 1885. Much of the third film is spent trying to find new ways to get the DeLorean that Marty traveled back from 1955 in up to 88 miles per hour. But what about the time machine that Doc got sent in when it was struck by lightning at the end of Back to the Future Part 2? That's the one that he stores in a cave for 70 years. Although it's still damaged, to be fair, as the Doc sends instructions forward in time. And given that it's established that we can have two Docs and two Martys at the same point in time, why can't we have two cars? Now, there's some argument as to whether Doc has either drained the car of fluid or left it with a full tank of fuel. Either way, there's surely something of use in that second car. Of course, there are arguments why that car can't be touched. Firstly, there's the old paradox rule that would destroy the universe, although by the third film, the Doc is getting far more liberal with the laws of time. And secondly, if the alternative car was used, then Marty, are you following this, wouldn't have been able to get back to 1885 in the first place because if it was fundamentally tampered with or used, that would make it either redundant or non-existent in 1955, which would, of course, create a paradox to bring down the universe, as you well know. How about the fact that the Doc would know that he's going to die? Now, let's get really ultra-nerdy now. At the very point that the Doc and Marty uncover in 1985, that 1885 Doc has been killed by Buford Tannen. That should have stopped Back to the Future Part 3 dead. After all, the sole reason Marty goes back to 1885 is to save the Doc. So why would he have killed the film? Well, at the start of Back to the Future Part 3, we see the 1955 Doc, who is the younger version of the character. The Doc who gets sent back to 1885 is the older one. Thus, at the point the younger Doc discovers the information, the older Doc, by logic, would instantly know it. Hence, if he had any sense, the Doc would, at the very least, pay Buford Tan in the $80 and avoid getting shot. Granted, that'd make for a much shorter film, but surely it's the logical thing to do. <laughs> there are further ramifications, too. He would know about Clara before Marty showed him the cutting he took back, in the, back to 1885. Yet he's never heard of her when he sees her name for the first time. Surely he should have. It might, of course, all create another alternative timeline, which would, of course, have further consequences, but that would affect the older Doc as seen in 1885 anyway. Uh, the fact that Marty doesn't know anything about his life. In the first film, Marty's actions led to his dad standing up to Biff. When he returns to the present, Marty is shocked to discover that George is now a self-confident author, his mom is thin, and his siblings are well-adjusted. It stands to reason that virtually everything that's happened in the past 18 years is completely different from what Marty originally remembered. We see it as an example of this when Marty thinks his car has been totaled and his parents think he's crazy. In effect, the family Marty has known has been replaced with four strangers, look exactly like his family, which is pretty horrible. But it gets worse. Marty doesn't even know who he is in this reality. If his parents are different people, then he was probably raised in a completely different way. After all, his brother and sister are completely transformed. Perhaps the Marty in this timeline is a straight-A student instead of a slacker. Maybe he's an all-state trombonist instead of a rock guitarist. He apparently is still dating Jennifer in this reality, but the details of their relationship might be totally different. For all that he knows, they could have both taken a virginity pledge. <laughs> 
Marty very well may not have a single memory that's accurate as far as everyone else is concerned. How long can he live that way? How long will he want to live that way? But that may be a moot point because, my final point, every law enforcement agency in California is probably looking for him. Remember the series of events in the first movie that forced Marty to get into the DeLorean? When the police discover a group of dead, heavily armed Libyan terrorists <laughs> in the parking lot of the Hill Valley Mall, it's not going to take them too long to come knocking on McFly's door. First of all, there may be a security tape that shows Doc and Marty at the scene. Even if there's not, the terrorists probably have some sort of document on them that shows they were looking for Emmett Brown. Investigators will quickly find that Brown has apparently vanished off the face of the earth. Remember, he's completely absent from 1980s Hill Valley after the events of the trilogy. They'll also learn that Marty is Doc's only friend and that Doc called him mere hours before the terrorists were discovered dead. And when they turn Doc's home inside out and find evidence he's been in contact with the Libyans for months about building a bomb, they're going to go over every aspect of Marty's life with a fine-tooth comb. They'll grill him and discover his amnesia, and that's going to lead to further suspicions. And basically, Marty is screwed. It's kind of funny. All that actually fits together. It, and you actually took time to stop and think <laughs> this one through. Like, yeah. Did you watch the three movies again? <laughs> no, no, I didn't watch them again. I'm sure most of the stuff you can find on like IMDb and put it all together, but Jesus, that's a lot. That's a good work. point. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, when you start, well, you, with any time travel story, there's always oh, there's all paradoxes holes. and holes that pop up. You know. <laughs> all right. Apparently, Cajun Carney's an all-state trombonist. Is he? Yeah. Where does he say? Um, oh, I'm, I'm an, an all-state all trombonist. Yes, he plays a that's what I played. Apparently, I played trombone. Did you? That's why I put that in there. Well done. When was the last time you played trombone? Uh, about 10 years ago. When was the last time you played any instrument? Last time you played any instrument? Any instrument, yes. uh, uh, We have an electric piano I played about two weeks ago, I guess. What's the, what's the point of all this? Nothing. I was just because you, you know, know all these instruments and yet you never did play them. Uh, well, I was going to be a music teacher. Right. I mean, I've probably forgotten how to. I mean, I'd have to brush up on all of them, but... Usually, I mean, there's there's Try been studies that show that when you learn something, failure. and then you you, know, you go back to relearn it again, obviously you learn it in a much quicker, faster way. That would make sense. Yeah. So if I wanted to, I could probably go back and relearn all that. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. If it was not for you, we would not be doing this. I want to thank Noah for going ahead and putting up our uh, podcast when Little Rex has it edited down and I post it. So thanks to Little Rex as well. Thank you to Kalilu, our IRC bitch and show contributor. Our thanks to Erica, also known as Bubbles, for stopping down for about an hour. Being forced to take a test to reveal to her who which she was going to vote for, which she already knew. <laughs> well done. Well, you say that with such flair. But well, at least she has, now she knows the reason yeah, why. Knows. Yeah. She has a good sense of humor. She needs to stop over more often. She's fine. Uh, let's see. Uh, Clam Imperial Guard's website, clamwg.net. The forums are now back up and running thanks to the combined efforts of Arthros and Molten. All right. They've got some work to do yet to replace the rest of the website, but at least the forums are up and running. So there is that. Clan Imperial Guard, the home of us here on the show. Yo, guard. Clanwg.net. Never get tired of hearing that, too. Guard. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors, Typefrag Type Ventrilo Servers. I'm sure there really is another one for gay gamers. GamerCon! GamerCon! Brought to you by Typefag Ventrilocer. No. <laughs> Thank our sponsors, Typefag Ventrilocer. Good night, Servers, everybody. And audio audible books. 
As always, I encourage you to listen to all the fine shows here on VTW. If you can find them. Uh, BGM happens to be one of the ones I listen to on a regular basis. So, Background music? Uh, actually, well, I, I used to try and scream it at work, but they won't let me anymore. So No, no it, is that what they... Is that what it's about? It's video game music. It's video game music? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just play video game music? I did see that one of the shows network was... And that's a show? I found this hysterical. Um, that's awesome. Hell, I, I could do a show like that. It's called clicking a button. <laughs> Click the button. It's called Pandora. <laughs> All right, everybody. Coming up next, we got Skyrim. Followed by some classic Tetris. Actually, it does. got it locked into VTW Productions. Here we go. But he's much better at it. What did we learn today, by the way? What did we learn? Yes. Oh. EA CEO says gamers won't pay for crap, even though EA makes crap. Video games can be good for kids. That's true. Uh, Anonymous is now going vigilante on this guy's ass who kind of pushed his chick over the edge. Uh, Halo 4 launch trailer came out. We did not agree with Tech Priest when he was talking about the No, we did not. No. (laughs) In a rare moment, all of us agreed. To disagree. To, to disagree with him. We uh, read about the MST3K bunch and Rift Tracks, which we've actually done here before at uh, our last July. I'm telling party. you, we, we should yes. do a... a we, that they is do. so much they, fun. They, they let you do, like call, they call it eye tracks, and you can do your own, and they'll sell it for you, and they take like a quarter of the profit, but you get to keep the rest of it. I, we have a few hundred built in right off the... I'm sure people would pay for it. Well, With all the people that listen, I'm sure we can sell a few hundred. Absolutely. Out of several thousand listeners. And there's part of our 24-hour broadcast... <laughs> Uh, I don't think we'd be allowed. No, to no, do no, that. no, no, no. I mean, the, the only yeah, it's it would be it would be tricky. Like we, other people would have to have the movie. We'd have to get them to sync it up and then watch it live Same while time. we're while we have yeah, a which would be too overly. It's complicated. better to record it. Besides, we want to watch it and write down stuff anyway. So yeah, you got to watch. Well, it. Oh, you have to TV watch it a bunch of times that, yes. before you do it. All right. Um, join us on Facebook and Twitter, Empress Court for both. No, I was lamenting the fact that I saw this and I thought it was extremely funny. Speaking of shows in the network, and I, I won't say who, I'll throw this out there. But I found it that they actually, and what really gets me is they make it sound like it's somehow they're, they're being uh, uh, punished. That apparently they're upset about the episode, Bob, that, that posts on the forums. What it does is every time somebody uploads, like when Little Rex gets the show done and gives it to me, I upload the show to the FTP server. Okay. No wise than unless the episode bot grab it, post in the forum, and says, hey, the episode's not available, you can go download it. That bastard. Right. Well, apparently, uh, one of the shows really doesn't like the episode bot because they claim it was spamming their forums. <laughs> now, what in reality was happening was... <laughs> what? Every- That's all that was on there. Every week, the episode bot would put up, the next episode was up there, okay? Once a week, like it's supposed to. But if you went to their forums, all you ever saw was the episode bot. What does that tell you? That's kind of my point. <laughs> and Red Dragon actually kind of makes the, the point for me. He says, short version, episode bot is a spamming douche who needs to be put in his place. Or as Red Dog Dragon said, or the only active poster on this board. Oh, snap. And that's what it comes down to. <laughs> So they go on for two different people from the show, just just bashing the damn episode bot as if somehow it is the cause of the fact that their forums look like a shit pile. <laughs> so they go and they delete all of the episode bots after like three weeks that are on there. So all the episodes go away. Because God That's forbid you'd want to find all the episodes in right. one place. You can... <laughs> so you go back and you actually look at how many threads are on there. There's maybe a dozen going back to March, April, May. June. They, they, they seem to be averaging one thread a month. Yes. Uh, there is one here in August. 
and then the rest are episode bots. Until this, our stance against the episode bots. <laughs> we must stamp out the episode bots. How dare it want to post in our forums when no one else does? How dare it tell people that our show is playing now and Fuck you might want to watch man. it? Who, who the hell wants to know when our show's up so people can listen to it? Jesus. What kind Take of bullshit our forums, is that? Go to iTunes or something. Ridiculous. Anyways. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, anything else I'm missing? No. Programming notes. Uh, we may, may be broadcasting live on election night here at uh, the Empress Court as live results come in. Uh, coverage starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. If we decide to go with it, I may just say, screw it. Let's just do a watch party like we Is this going to be a long night? I'll t- I, I just hope it's not like 2000. I'll tell you I what. I really hope it's oh, not like 2000. God, we'll be here for weeks. Either it'll be a long night because they can't, you know, it's, it's everything's going down to the wire. Or this thing's going to be a runaway in the opposite direction that we think. Romney starts winning stuff left over right. Left over, uh, yeah, hand over fist. I don't see it happening, <laughs> but it's, shut up, bitch. It's possible. It's possible that the libertarian candidate could win, too. Anything is possible. So. Anything, anything. Anything can happen. happen. I'm still thinking, I think Romney now is better, better than average shot now. Anyways. So... Also, uh, November 10th looks like the 24-hour broadcast. That is my, that's my goal right now. Details to follow. We've got to record you guys ahead of time for your great debate. We've got to find a day. To yeah. We can't just do it live? You can, but that's an awful lot of talking. You'll be eating away for two hours, yelling back and forth. It's better to record it ahead of time. Yeah, I guess. So uh, keep in tune for that. Join me on Ultimate Online, folks. It's uosecondage.com to go ahead and download the file, start playing. Head over to uonew.net. Join the Newbie Guild. They'll answer all your questions, help you out, give you gear, give you housing, teach you how to play the game, all that good stuff, which you desperately need. Folks, I need people to help me out. I need five or six to, to, to run with me here, clear out dungeons, kill people, take their things, take their houses, like the good old days. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Is there a kill PK and everybody out here? So, all right, folks. Uh, anything else? No. Nope. 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 All right. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay glass, the internet. Breast wishes, everybody. So long, everybody. Uh-huh.